If you travel, you know how to really go off the grid. Like no cell service in your room, off the grid. You know which remote retreats have the best herbal baths, sound baths, and ice baths. Because when you set up your out-of-office, you mean it. Because when you're the escape artist, vacation is all about resting, meditating, drinking water, and minding your own businessing. The Delta Sky Miles Platinum American Express card. If you travel, you know. Learn more at go.amex slash you know. When you're constantly on the move, it's not just pits that break a sweat. From your armpits to your thighs and everywhere in between, new whole body deodorant cream and sticks from Shea Moisture are your secret weapon to staying fresh and confident all day long. Made from melanin-rich skin and packed with plant-based goodness, embrace a new era of freshness with whole body and stick deodorants from Shea Moisture. Find them at your nearest Walmart and walmart.com. And when you do, your whole body's covered. Welcome to the friend zone. Every time I'm in the zone. My name is Dustin. I'm Francesca, also known as Hey Friend Hey. My name is Asante. <laughs> this is the friend zone. If you don't sit your goddamn ass down with them spaces in between your teeth, teeth, teeth. (laughs) 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 Something new. I'm just going to hang it out of here. I'm going to leave y'all. Something new. That's right. Shout out to none other than Spill It Boy TV from YouTube. Um, an incredible YouTuber named James Caldwell, who that soundbite came from. Please go subscribe to his YouTube channel, Spill It Boy TV. Uh, he's hilarious, very entertaining. Uh, television <laughs> reviews and commentary on all things that go on in, in the ethos. So shout out to you, James Caldwell. With that clip, we're going to use from now on, okay? When somebody <laughs> needs to sit their goddamn ass down somewhere with them spices in between their teeth, okay? <laughs> from now on, we're going to oh, use that. And this yeah. week, I'm going to tell you who needs to sit down. Uh oh. Okay. The cast of the motherfucking Jersey Shore. Okay. Oh God. The now, cast of the Jersey Shore. Yeah. Yup. Them niggas. And I'm gonna tell you why. Because <laughs> I was on the shade room, bad. right? I was on the shade room earlier, and they posted. Oh, this I thought clip. you was on it. On. It. I was about to say, what these did you are, do? These are words I never would have seen together. <laughs> shade room, Jersey Shore. <laughs> yeah. And there's and there's more. Now, uh, According to TM, or not TMZ, according to the shade room, same thing, peace pipe, crack pipe, you know what I'm saying? Same thing, tomato, <laughs> tomato. But anyway, uh, the cast of the Jersey Shore took on the Seam Seema challenge. And you all are familiar with what that challenge is, I'm sure. It's when you go up to someone and you say, Seam Seema. And then what do you expect the person to say? After? Who, Who got, got the, the keys, keys to, to my beam? There you go. There you go. There you go. So that's the challenge. It's like a vibe check. You know what I'm saying? Now, and the cast of the Jersey Shore did it. I'm going to let y'all see what happened. And then we're going to discuss it. Oh, oh God. Lord. Mike. Seema. 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 Oh, Seema. Seema. Yeah. Jenny. I'm bringing him. Seema. Seema. Who got the keys? Seema. Seema. Who got the keys to my bima? Sam. Sim Sima. What? Seem Sima. Get out here. Sim Sima. Yeah, so as you can see, it was a, it was well, an epic Why saying it like that? Seem Sima. Seem Sima. All the way around. Seem Sima. How you get the answer and the question wrong? I think that's what y'all saying, right? Because they even had the damn questions wrong. And this is why I really pissed off about it. Because number one, who the fuck don't know that song? 
Ain't nobody walking I mean, on the face of this earth really? in a large, major <laughs> metropolitan area. And they from Jersey, and they they play that song in white spaces. They took everything we have. That's one of them songs You're they right. took from us. That is like one Apple of them bottom club jeans. That's on mm-hmm. forever rotation. This is mm-hmm. how we do it. You know, apple bottom jeans, boots with the fur. <laughs> And this, and then Maya, uh, you know, any Maya song. And then this shit too. <laughs> they done took all that from us. So <laughs> y'all know it. And <laughs> then, <laughs> right, that, that went there too. They done snatched it mm-hmm. out of our hands. On top of all that, them motherfuckers be DJing in Vegas. Tell me they ain't been at no party with some cannons and shit and all that stuff. <laughs> and they played that song, Seem Seema, Who Got the, That's a That's a traditional... Who was- who was that asking? Was it the Vinny. DJ dude? It was oh, Vinny. Vinny. And I'm going to give him... No, DJ Paul. Paulie D. What's his name? Because mm-hmm. DJ Paul. No, this sure. That's, that's uh, Three Six Mafia. <laughs> but um, <laughs> Paulie D. Okay, that's the one with the hairspray. They uh-huh. asked him if he knew it. And he fell right in, the, you know, in the play. Because he know what's up. You know I mean, what I'm I would fucking And shout out to so. Vinny because he got a haircut like a black boy. He know what's up. You know what I'm saying? With the rest of them... They on fucking thin ice and they need to sit their goddamn asses somewhere down and spaces in between their teeth. That's what they need to do. Oh my God. So from now on, whenever somebody saw they whenever somebody show their ass and needs to sit down or be told to sit down, I'ma do it and I'm gonna use my boy Spirit Boy TV's clip to do so. With that being said, <laughs> welcome to the friends on your weekly look into all things mental health, mental hygiene, and mental sit your goddamn ass down to spaces in between your teeth. Because who wants to be standing out of place? Hey, friend. Hey, Asante. How you doing? I'm good. How are you guys? How are your weekends? I feel like the past couple of episodes, we just jumped in since mm-hmm. we had kind of been out of it. I like that we connected. just jump in. You yeah. like it? I like asking y'all how you I feel. Do. I like just, you know, getting right to it, you know, <laughs> especially because we be having them long warm ups too sometimes. Well, yeah. Like, I mean, we definitely talk 40 minutes before the episode starts, <laughs> but I think it's important. <laughs> You know, I mean, it is, you know, but it's also a show, so that's why it's just like, oh, we can, like, when, when it happens, I'll be, oh, we can write too, but let's go. <laughs> Literally, that's, that's what I'll be thinking mentally. Professional wordsmith over here and over there. So, this is what we get paid to do is use words. We got something yeah. to say. The South, well, I don't live in the South, I live in New York, which <laughs> I remember on the Source Awards when they said the South got something to say, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? That was Listen. my husband that said that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> For those who missed the clip, Fred said he could be six thousand. I mean, she, he could be he could be two thousand nine hundred and ninety nine. She said she know that she got that one. She got that one to complete him. Okay. And I hate everyone that has a picture with him and his flute, and I don't. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine running into him somewhere, friend? No, I can't actually. <laughs> Friend, what would you say? Like, because I don't, I don't, I don't. You know, as a New Yorker, we mm-hmm. grew up around seeing people, so there's this element of like, eh, oh, cool, yeah, and you know how to just him. keep it moving. But this, <laughs> I might turn into a goomba. I don't even know. <laughs> oh I'll just be like, hey. <laughs> well, I've been listening to your songs. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> I think you're great. I just tell her. I think you're real talented. <laughs> and, just, um, just throw your panties at him. Thank in the you room. for your work. If you if you want to slide, then you know. I mean, you really. I like your clothes. Yeah, <laughs> I'd like to see them all. <laughs> you, know, you just go there. You know what I'm saying? Woo. Are there any celebrities that y'all would just straight up holler at? Like, if you just 
Like it just because it's like some, holla, holla, like, yeah, it's something that I would like straight up. Like, if I, I there's some people that if I'm ever in the same room with them, it's fucking going down. <laughs> there's <laughs> people I know I would flirt with, like, I know for a fact if I ever saw Lorenz Tate, mm-hmm. I would have to say something. <laughs> <laughs> That's just off GP, but I don't, I don't think I would. No, what not you like say, friend, you, you do, you be looking good on power. <laughs> <laughs> You want to go eat, go eat something to eat? <laughs> <laughs> Why is that so what is, what is he on power? Um, uh, he like councilman a Tate. Politician. No, councilman. he is so fucking funny on that. He'd be like, listen, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> He'd be like, what the hell? <laughs> He'd be talking like George so Jefferson. Uh, <laughs> going off on my... Like if George Jefferson could cuss on the Jeffersons, that's oh exactly how Lawrence Tate be delivering. It's incredible performance, but that's it what really it is, is akin to. Yeah. The code switching is brilliant. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Imagine sitting there, imagine if he was on Actors on Actors and that was like his summation of his character. Like, well, you know, Councilman Tate is like <laughs> George Jefferson. <laughs> If he could what, curse on what the Jefferson. lyrics like, what, <laughs> Wait, I want to know. Parental advisory. Who would you flirt? Who would you hit on? Um, I don't really want to say because I feel like it's disrespectful. Give, if give they us not one. out, give you know what I'm saying? One. If they not out, it's disrespectful. So oh, well, I was like, it don't matter like, if they. If they so, yes, it do, friend. <laughs> It don't, but it do for the sake oh, of this conversation. Man, go in there. For the sake of this conversation. So you know me, I'm just going to give it up in a group text. You know what I'm saying? Man, <laughs> not even a hint uh, for uh, the peoples. Um, they are, they're a musician. Yep. Miguel. Um, you know, I love Miguel. He's one of my favorite artists. <laughs> Got you stuttering. He's going to turn uh, that uh, one down. So. <laughs> uh, okay. I, listen, let my, he's like, I graciously let, let, let my love. <laughs> you better know. Okay. Wait, he the one said it, not me. You got to know. <laughs> he said this shit. Okay. Uh, let, 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 let it. Just, you know, let it. Okay. <laughs> let it. Oh, give way. But um, yeah, you know, a couple rappers, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know. You know what? Actually, let me shut the fuck up. Because <laughs> <laughs> you got can. Because <laughs> I love your life. And you do too. And that's what this is. A celebration of that. <laughs> your life. <laughs> Oh my God! So, what is happening wow. today? We just went straight to. We said it's the mess. Let's nose dive. That's <laughs> and this what is we after Asante said he likes jumping into it. No. We went to a and you guys chose oh. violence. I don't but know, you know what. what? Let's, Let me be let's, in the same room. With you. I'm sorry. I'm going to choose violence. Beat it up. Well, be... see, this is what's not a continuation. That, that it was more of a segue. <laughs> I'm a be. Y'all heard that song. Well, you know what? Speaking of rappers and. Segway. Hip hop and the 50th birthday, it actually ties perfectly into the black business that I want to highlight. So, Dustin, this one's going to make you super happy. Did you right. know that Simone Smith, LL's wife. wife, is in partnership with your one and only Sister Mary Love. J. Blige? <laughs> <laughs> and they have a jewelry line called Sister Love. And it's and it's I just bumped into it two days ago because I was looking at some of the like hip hop, you Mm -hmm. know, 50th birthday celebrations and somehow came across a jewelry collection, like a capsule Mm -hmm. collection that they created for this specifically. And it made me so happy because 
if you, especially if you watch me on Patreon, you know that earrings, bamboo earrings, big earrings, like all that. That's the culture I come from New York. Harlem, yes. Like that's just a huge part of our lifestyle. No matter how grown and polished, you'll still see women with like bamboo. Ears. Absolutely. Yeah. It's just part of it. You know, what's funny. I have for some reason looked up when I was looking up bamboo earrings, the mm-hmm. definition on Google is it says it represents to the struggle in the hood or some shit like that. I was like, Who the what? Fuck? what Caitlin ass bitch wrote that? <laughs> I, Who wrote it that? The he- somebody, Hold on. Somebody I know named I Kennedy screenshotted it. Or, or <laughs> Sydney wrote that shit. Listen, so if you look up what do bamboo earrings symbolize, because that was Fran being Fran, it says in black communities, bamboo earrings have a similar significance to women as in the Latino community, which also, what? <laughs> Uh, just like in the working class Latino neighborhoods, bamboo earrings are often seen as a symbol of struggle in poor black communities. What? This I don't is know on Google who right now. This who wrote this? Ron DeSantis? What the fuck is like, <laughs> yeah, like hell? What was And it's like the main like look for those of you but watching. What was the source that they chose that from? Like is it like whitedictionary.com? No, like white people's like, findings. <laughs> white people's findings. It just blew me. was divine. <laughs> I was so shocked. Like, but what are those in your ear? Oh, <laughs> is it because you're poor? Yeah. Crazy. Uh. Google fix that. But anyway, um, back to the partnership. The earrings are so fly because it's unless you're like in New York or in or have access to like the more hood uh, jewelry shops, you're not going to really get these bamboos anymore. Mm-hmm. And the quality has changed, to be honest, mm-hmm. like the ones from back in the day. They lasted longer. The gold was better. Now it's like you lucky if you're getting real gold in it. Mm-hmm. You know, it just gets tricky. It'd be super hollow. You can crush them easily. Just a lot of issues mm. with how it's made. But I love hers because hers isn't fully gold. It's sterling silver wrapped mm-hmm. in 14 karat gold. Mm-hmm. So mm. and and she said she created some kind of like she included, I should say, some kind of technology that helps with the dents. So mm-hmm. it won't dent as easily either. So really cool. The earrings are stunning. If you like that style, you know, like the triangles, the yeah. squares, yeah. all of them celebrating hip hop in its 50 years. Definitely check it out. You know, I had to get me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I'm glad you were able to catch them I'm because so normally they see. sell out. They sell out oh, all the time. Listen, there was one that I kind of took too long and I was like, let me sleep on it. <laughs> and then I, next day it was gone. So gone, yeah. definitely shout check out it them. out though. Yeah. Shout out to them for creating like elevated pieces that are still part of our culture, which made me happy. But Simone, Smith.com. That's S-I-M-O-N-E-I-S-M-I-T-H.com. You can see all of her collections. Her collection with Mary J is Sis Jewelry. And then the collection that I tapped into was the Hip Hop 50th collection. And also it, it had, um like, if you sign up, you get, like, a 10% discount. I know there was, like, a, a Hip Hop 50 discount, too. I don't know if that's mm-hmm. still on the site. But really pretty earrings. And I love that it's, like... L's wife. Yes. <laughs> she thinks something about that is super cool. It makes you, know? you want like them the even more. Yes. You know, like in the way she dresses, if you're mm-hmm. familiar with her style, she'd be like mm-hmm. in Tim's mm-hmm. with head wraps. And Having that shit on. Yeah. Yep. Super cute. So her and Misa. Yep. How they're just throwing girls. it on. And, and, and Mary J. The little And you never, crew. you never hear them running their mouth. Misa Hilton Brim. She just spoke up after 
I don't know how many years when her son the got that DUI <laughs> and that triggered her. You know what I'm saying? That's her son. Of but course. she still she didn't really drag nobody but his daddy into it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Some you never heard LL's wife say anything about anything. And she knows and yeah. she's LL's wife. <laughs> Think about it. I like mean, she's seen it all. And so child. I want her businesses to be successful. And they've been doing this line for a long time. Um yeah, it's, it's I can't wildly believe it successful. Just, I just Learn about it, but I was mm-hmm. happy I did. And like mm-hmm. I said, the the jewelry is really pretty. Those of you that watch us on Patreon, I'll, I'll probably be doing the lookbook, <laughs> doing your hand, like meaning this. meaning so, just putting them on. Right? <laughs> these are the squares. Yeah. Right? So definitely gonna wear these with my hair up, yeah. these yeah. down. <laughs> these are for a night look, right? Right. Day to night. <laughs> <laughs> so definitely check them out and that's who I wanted to shout out for the Black Business Highlight just in time Love for Hip Hop's 50th birthday and then last week's episode titled Proud of the South thank you Dustin Ross <laughs> we actually had aside from the fact that we talked about pop culture issues because there were so many of them we dug into a conspiracy theory rabbit hole yes we did where i basically got to just be super weird for two hours thank you friends and those of you listening were oh, weird right there with <laughs> me and that's why i love y'all <laughs> who stood out to you asante well a couple of people stood out to me over in the gated community what about you friend um i'm in sound i'm in the soundcloud streets this week all and right well yeah all right. Well, here in the gated community, community, I want to give a shout out to Indica J. You know, Indica Come is on, part Indica of the plant, and I like that. Um, <laughs> Indica says, "I legit feel smarter after listening to this episode." Ooh. I always wondered why everyone was so butthurt over them damn emails. Also, my ass was googling this whole episode, so I know I'm on somebody's watch list. <laughs> LMFAO hashtag friend zone game. <laughs> <laughs> You know, that's funny that she said that because I said the same thing with all the stuff I was Googling to prepare for that episode. I was like, oh, I know my FBI agent, which another conspiracy (laughs) theory we always say. (laughs) Mm -hmm. My FBI agent was like, hold on now. Hold on now. (laughs) What she got going on today? All these searches. But yes, same. you know, <laughs> ever since that, I've been watching my back since last week when we finished that damn song. It's just, I just. <laughs> no, no strange parked cars right, outside. Ask me, what you mean by what's my name? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> double down on everything. What you mean? Why you ask? Why, why you want to know? You know what I'm saying? All that kind of shit. That's the energy right now. <laughs> oh lord another comment that i wanted to shout out was from elise williams elise says <clears throat> excuse me elise says one of the points asante and dustin made was right on point for me parents we have to keep up with trends and other content on the internet because it creeps into our kids world even when they're not watching their friends mention it they want to watch as well i'm an old parent 45 with a seven-year-old you are not old and i never want to be so out of touch with what he's up to that he's in his room writing manifestos or becoming a recluse or so strongly influenced by youtubers that he doesn't listen to sound logic from his parents we are teaching him critical thinking and to question everything including us at times shout out to you elise doing the work okay yeah true i don't raise them white what about now, you? but yes you know what i'm saying <laughs> something about that questioning us part i was like nah 
you know. But it yes, you're on the right track. Yes. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that was. Uh, what did you find out there in the streets? <laughs> so I was on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe gentle Derek, parenting. Derek Rashid said, friends on having this conversation about the kids <laughs> on the forums. And I'm like, they got my mama in 2020. It's not just the kids. <laughs> and you know what? I was so happy when I saw this tweet because it's so... I was focused on the kids, but not even because I think we kind of just touched on people that fall into rabbit holes and don't really know how to like get out of them. But he was so on point for that because it's true. It was our parents on Facebook, the shit that they be reposting and believing and don't get me started on WhatsApp. <laughs> And you know what? It is our parents' fault. I was was just friend. I was just about to say this all (laughs) started with the the damn chains from the diaspora. (laughs) Do you remember when our parents used to do like the chains, like send this uh, message to four people Mm -hmm. or post this on X amount of people's Mm -hmm. walls? I was like, this I forgot about that. But on WhatsApp, it's send this to five people who God loves or something like that. You're just like, okay, girl. I ain't never been on that part of WhatsApp. <laughs> I, look, I ain't never had them contacts. I ain't never had them contacts. Oh my God. <laughs> but I did think that was funny because it's true. A lot of adults are getting God. I mean, I even now with um, the rise of like the AI images, I find myself having to like analyze every picture I see now. Looking I'm looking at, at the hands. <laughs> if their skin has that sort of glossiness to it, where you and there's always something in the eyes too. Like the eyes always, mm-hmm. like one of the eyes is always to the left a, a little, little bit or something. Mm-hmm. Or the a pupil is never like direct. Something mm-hmm. weird always. I hate that because it's like you don't know what's real no more. Yeah. And it's only going to get worse with the videos. That's what she was talking mm. about on that plane. <laughs> Did you see and her they, video? They quote unquote found her and she put out that apology video, which. And full glam. But also, why is she apologizing? <laughs> I think what we want to know is what happened, girl. What I don't did you care see? About apology. You know what what did saying? you see? I now know that I really just overstepped. It's a place of privilege. <laughs> Whatever she said. Bitch, what did you see back there? What did tell you us about the slimy eyeball? Kitchen. Tell him what you saw. <laughs> right, right. But what was it? <laughs> that's what. That's what we want to know. What the fuck was it? Ooh, what was what? the motherfucker back there? And also, what was you on? That's what we want to know. What and what drugs did you from? do? You look high okay. when you gave your explanation video, leaning down, chin to chest. I just want to apologize. Um, Looking at her notes and then going back to the camera. I was like, girl, I mean, you the I motherfucker that ain't so real. I was so paranoid, too. Like, everyone on Twitter was like, look at her face shape. It's not the same woman. Who is this? <laughs> <laughs> what is the government doing? Y'all say I'm crazy. More Twitter be theory. crazy. I'm trying someone to tell was like, you. I found her IP address and it goes back to Washington, D.C. Let's buy the White House. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> I love you, love it. I'm kooky like that too. Friend, friend the voice, the nerve. What you doing? Friend? That's my so incel voice. Up. If you haven't, she did. Um, I will say, I will say this. She did look a lot better when we saw her in that other video than she did oh. on the plane. 
Now everybody, you know, I, I, that's what who Monique needs to be. This is what I've been waiting to say. I, I've been wanting to talk about this. That's who the fuck I'm Monique needs to be styling. You know what I'm saying? For, for the airport travel. While she cussing them black girls out, bitch, why you got a bonnet on in a motherfucking airport, bitch? She needs to be asking her, well, bitch, why you coming to the gym? Like, you, why you look like you at the carpool pickup? Oh God! You know, on the plane and shit, and your mom jeans, okay, and a twin set top and shit. Well, and she hair. thought it was gonna be a much shorter day, yeah, baby. It was a, the day was long. <laughs> it was a long day for her because she was coming down off Ooh. of something. Oh, you Ooh. see them lights behind the Asante? So, so do she? Okay, <laughs> she ain't even in the room. Asante, with the lights are cute. <laughs> And I have to Thank say, you. I am digging the chest out with the gold chain. I don't know what you got going on, <laughs> right? But I'm with you with the I lights just, in the back. You just mm-hmm. uh, why don't you give, was, give everybody your ASL, your age stats location? <laughs> let's go. Let's do it. Let's let's make this a dating thing. He's giving you know a vibe. Yeah, I, I I literally bought a bunch of stuff while I was depressed over the weekend, and they came in relatable content. Mm-hmm. Very shower. relatable content. <laughs> I did shower though. I had to take another shot. After I came back from the barber shop, which my barber was not there because he's on vacation. <laughs> my appointment was made, and he was not there. Very annoyed. New York. So I, <laughs> so I got the shower. I was like, "Well, what am I going to put on now?" And I had my packet. Oh, and shout out on a lighter note mm-hmm. to my favorite person in this entire building, Ashley. She is Aww. the real person here, and she was <laughs> gone for a long time. Now she is back with the jump off. Today was her first day back, and I got to see her. So shout out to you, Ashley. Oh, that made my I love day. that. Mm-hmm. When you yes. have a relationship with the people in your building. As you should. Okay. Crazy. Very important. Very, very important relationship to have. Right. Well, Dustin, mm-hmm. who did you find in the Twitter streets? I found a couple things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Sound like they found you too. <laughs> I literally couldn't even get a word in edgewise. <laughs> That was a good one. Ooh. So these life-saving sons of bitches gonna come down the street. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> no, you didn't. <laughs> God damn, man. Y'all better make it in time, too. <laughs> I can't even say what I want to say. <laughs> Normally I'm mute because y'all be talking, but it's right. Thinking about so many sirens. God <laughs> <Okay. laughs> damn, man. Shut up! Shit, <laughs> just go to the fucking place you're going. I don't even want to say what it is, but y'all know what it is. Just get there. We do, right? Damn. Anyway, <laughs> just get there. Shout out to friend of the show, Sean Garrett. Y'all know our boy Sean Garrett. Hey. Sean Garrett, yes. who is also one of the funniest motherfuckers tweeting. Yes, the doll. Truly, <laughs> truly. Sean Garrett said, "I ran into an icon at the beauty supply." And he accompanied oh. me with a picture of a, I guess Keisha Cole got a line of bonnets. Shout out to Monique. Sure does. That's at the um the beauty supply store, which I ain't mad because that's, look, that I money have keep mine from Keisha Cole. I'm perpetuity. not mad at it either. Listen, the way that Keisha that marketing looks. and Bow Wow. <laughs> mm-hmm. Keisha and Bow Wow. That's what I'm telling you. Because I bought the Bow Wow do-rags now. Okay. See? Um, shout out to them and also shout out to uh, Candy Burris is on that box. She's still on that hair care box right now to this yes. day. Yes. And oh, wow. um, Vivica That's Fox. That's iconic. Very I much wish so. I would have been on a hair care box. I'll, Hell listen, yeah. I'll put a, one of them man weaves on to do an S girl campaign right now. <laughs> <laughs> you think I won't put a wig on and let my soul glow on the S girl box? You could be on the activator <laughs> box. Hell Please yeah. do that for <laughs> Oh, yes. Also, shout out to T.S. Madison who tweeted a video yes. clip um, from Beyonce's recent 
three night stint in Atlanta for the Renaissance Which World is Tour. Crazy that Atlanta got three nights. It's, she Amazing. didn't play with Atlanta, and Atlanta didn't Amazing. play with her because they actually did really good on the mute challenge. Yeah, one, y'all won, y'all won, y'all won, y'all won. I know they was hype. You can't tell Atlanta. Nothing. I mean, come they on. I've seen people's names changing on Twitter like day one Atlanta crowd yep. as part of their name. Yeah, yep. because they're you know that is a thing now at this point. Um, so a shout out to her because she sent a video clip in or not sent a video clip in she posted a video clip <laughs> of oh Beyonce at the end of the show when she's like coasting through the crowd and she's mm-hmm. telling staying, what's Reading up to signs. people yeah she was like T.S. Madison is in the house I love you so that was like Aww. it was special because we all know T.S. Madison is featured yeah. on Cozy on Renaissance yeah. so that was special and then That's the last tight. one that I want to um, make a note of comes from none other than our friends at lovebscott.com and they tw- they um posted that Wheel of Fortune the show Wheel of Fortune right high love muffins <laughs> I love uh, do the <laughs> <laughs> so they said um Wheel of Fortune has temporarily temporarily replaced Vanna White as the letter turner amidst oh, a 7 year so 7 million dollar per year demand very she shady. was asking for a raise. Pay Anna what she deserves. We're going to stop the bullshit. We're going to stop playing. Like, I'm not That's really trying crazy. to cape for her. I don't think she needs my help in the world in general. <laughs> but I mean, right, right is right and wrong is wrong. A wheel of fortune means a lot to people, especially a lot to black people. Okay, and children and their grandparents and shit. I remember watching Wheel of Fortune with my grandparents. Vanna White, I, I would think about her before I thought about Pat Sajak. Sorry, she, yeah. she's more closely related with the the brand and the show, and she asked for more money. They are pushing back very hard against it. Um, Damn, she was Vanna. making a very small fraction of what Pat Sajak was making, as well as what the new host coming in will be making. And she wants a bigger pay increase, and Wait, she deserves Pat it. Sajak is retired. Yeah, last year. This mm. is How last year. How long did he do this show? Forty That's... something years. Holy Damn. shit! Mm-hmm. I wonder how that felt. Like, was he just a shell of a person after a while, or did he genuinely enjoy coming in? Well, me personally, <laughs> I would have loved it. <laughs> like hosting a game show like that, a an iconic gig. game show. You hear me? Oh a my god! Like that, that would god be a dream, me. a dream. Hell so yeah. he better have had his shit together. I ain't gonna say <laughs> anything is perfect, but motherfucker, you need to be thankful because that's a good ass job. And they Man. need to pay Vanna White, which the jokes write themselves, right? But they need to pay Vanna White more money. That's what they need to do. And hey, stop Vanna being tripped. Right. Because White is right in this case. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Vanna White is right. She is. Damn, I feel like low I mean, key, listen. they're probably just going to get a new person along with the new host. I ain't nobody going to watch Look, it unless a new person black. I'm just going to tell you right now. The gays will revolt. <laughs> they they gave Vanna White a whole uh, episode of RuPaul's Drag Race on the All-Star season. Really? They, <laughs> yes. It, she was part of the... They literally she was did a, a, a runway... They did a, a runway challenge where they had to give their own like Vanna Whites, and then that like that is to, so cute. Then when they got to the end of the runway, they just saw her sitting there waiting <gasps> to judge, and they're like, "Oh, Vanna Whites at the end of the runway!" That's so it was so cute. cute, like every and they were all like, "Vanna, I loved you," you know. So it's like if she's a gay icon or is cemented somewhere in gay culture. The gays is not gonna let this fly like that. And it's crazy because we've never heard this woman say a word. Mm-mm. Like she just turns. 
tiles. And we were like, I didn't know what she sounded like till that episode of Drag Race, actually. They need to pay her. And that was just last year or this year. (laughs) That's crazy. Pay Vanna White. We don't want to see nobody else do it. You know what I'm saying? You know what? That's the name of this week's episode. Let's put that energy out. (laughs) Pay Vanna White. Vanna White. Vanna White being a lot to black people in black households all across America and some parts of Canada. By where she was. That's right. If that if that was the name of a freestyle, I would listen to it. The Pay Vanna White freestyle. Mm-hmm. Is it Vanna with two ends? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Because the only <laughs> other van that we acknowledge is Van Van playing outside hey. every day. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> so Van Van, shout out to Van Van. <laughs> what did y'all we do today? No, I um, don't. Look, 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 y'all, look, for you was the first one. <laughs> you was the first. <laughs> you know what? I'm running off of like two hours of sleep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is the problem. Look, I same. can't live like this. <laughs> I wasn't trying to be late for my barber appointment, and then the nigga wasn't even there. So I'm so mad. I was like, I'm gonna wash my hair, you know. Uh, I detangled, picked it out, you know. I was doing the whole so nine. Stood you up for your appointment, then, right? I walked into the barber shop Did and you text it's the two him niggas. Like, Fuck you. I, you know, I really wanted to, but Jerk. I'm gonna see his ass when he comes back. Hopefully, he's on I'm vacation he come back. in a country that has different outlets and he don't know it. And when he go to plug yeah, them clippers in, <laughs> no, you didn't. They're goners. That's the I just you hope think he's massively that. inconvenienced. So at the so next time I see him after we uh, he does the haircut, I'm gonna ask him and be like, you know, how was your trip? And he be like, oh yeah, man, it was good. And well, I'm like, well, whatever bad happened, I hope it comes back to your dub on another trip. Right. Like I'm gonna just. Like, I hope your stomach hurts. <laughs> <laughs> that is such a random thing to tell someone. Look, I, look, after that, uh, the Sex in the City movie, I was scared of the Matsuma's Revenge. Mm-hmm, right. I was like, I ain't known. Like, Charlotte was doing what? Oh, uh uh-uh, uh. I ain't doing that. Ooh, I can't wait till TV land now that you said that. Because you know me and you got a bone to pick anti-Aiden over here. Yeah, let's go for it. This is a one time, my friend. We just call him. Y'all can have that. We sparring. Yeah, we get in the ring because, you know what I'm saying? This is the friend zone. Hey, HBCU fam. Get ready to turn up the energy. McDonald's and the Thurgood Marshall College Fund have $1 million in scholarships at 53 HBCUs for 66 brilliant students. This year, you could be one of them. But time is running out. Did we mention the $1 million in scholarships? Apply by March 27th at tmcf.org. Disney Plus and Hulu are better together in the Disney Bundle with new movies and series. On Disney Plus, experience the full Taylor Swift The Eras Tour, Taylor's version, with new main show performances and acoustic collection. On Hulu, follow the fantastical evolution of Bella Baxter, played by Emma Stone in the award-winning film Poor Things. All of these and more streaming this month. Get the Disney Bundle with Disney Plus and Hulu. Terms apply. See DisneyBundle.com for details. Oh, but this week's episode is a Dustin Ross production. Yes, Tell us it what is. we're getting into today. You know, um, we have to learn to lean into our strengths so that we can become Uh-oh. stronger at them. 
Okay. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you, you ain't really got to try to reinvent the wheel. You got to do what you're good at. And one thing I'm good at is entertainment news reporting. So we're going to yes, take it back are. to the basics, baby, with a sh- <laughs> show about hot topics, but I don't want to call it that. Hot topics. Okay. Hot topics. <laughs> Ham and cheese. But I don't want to call it that. I want to call it a need to know basis. Okay. These are things okay. that, that, that you need to know, right? It's an update on all the things that's going on in our world and in our new cycle that we need to talk so about. So much, so much is I going need on. To so know. much. And these are, this is a, a curated <laughs> list. Okay. I love that song. What he would do it. Yeah. Yeah, he would literally just holler Ooh, all over the damn song. song. Like, Marcus. I love me Marcus. some Mark Anthony. Yeah. <sighs> I love Mark Anthony and I love Enrique Iglesias music too. Oh, I love me some Enrique Iglesias. Where is he? Underneath Anna. Anna. Did they bust up? Or are they still together? Is that, was she the tennis player? Mm-hmm. Oh, Cofield? yeah. I forgot that they were. They thing. was in love. She was taller than I him and everything. too. I have he totally forgot. Yeah, he's like frozen in time in my brain during the Latin the oh, quote I thought unquote, you Latin so. craze. I thought you mean he <laughs> yeah, looked the same. same. Oh no, I mean oh, I, I literally have like. no idea what happened yeah. when it was him, J Lo, and mm-hmm. um Ricky Martin taking yep. over the damn yep. airwaves. Ricky Martin held mm-hmm. on, but you know why. It, you know it'll keep you. <laughs> it's kept me. That's how I look young, but yeah, you know, I would like to see. Uh, Enrique is holding up, okay? Just want to be with you. Okay. Um, But yes, we're going to talk about things in a new segment that I like to call a need-to-know basis, right? These are things that we need to know, and this here is the basis. The first thing I want to bring up to you guys this week is actually... Guess what? Breaking news. That's right, baby. We have breaking news, you guys. According to multiple first-hand eyewitness accounts and the gossip of okay oh boy loretta jones do you guys know does the name loretta jones ring a bell we've talked about loretta jones on this show before was she the fiance of the pastor loretta jones the long-suffering fiance and now wife (laughs) Of Bishop Noel Jones, okay, oh, uh, who is the leader of the L.A. Church City of Refuge. Well, guess what happened to her this weekend, y'all? Oh no! What she got put decked in the face in the church. That's right. Wait, Damn. Damn. that is yes. Not well, I'm telling you, this is breaking news, right? Because somebody broke her one off um, this past Sunday um, in the church services. A woman came in. <laughs> Um, literally, uh, she was a tall, statuesque woman. Some said she looked like Medea, ma to the damn DEA. Stop she walks into the church it. and she busts Noel Jones' wife in the face, and the people accosted her. And there's video accounts of the, her being escorted off of the church property, and she looks like she's um, in some sort of restraints. And she's, you can hear her saying, and quote, she gave my daughter cancer, stalking her for over a year. That's why I did it. Now, I don't know about y'all. I ain't no doctor, <laughs> right? I, I am not a doctor. I'm not even, I'm not an LPN. I'm not a provitamist. I don't, I'm not a dental hygienist, <laughs> nothing, right? So I don't know anything about medical, uh, you know, procedures, but I do know that cancer ain't contagious. 
Okay, you can't give somebody cancer. And so I don't know if there was like something going on with her mentally or what, but she said again, and she said it like this, y'all. She gave my daughter cancer. Stalking her for over a year. That's why I did it. That's what she said. And she (laughs) had went into that church and just, you know how in the movies, for those of y'all that are on Patreon, you can get this visual element. In the movies, this is how it looks like when they get punched. Look, Tay, they look like this. You know what I'm saying? That's how it happened to Loretta Jones. Wait, is there video footage of it happening? I haven't seen video of the punch, but I have seen the woman the walking aftermath. out. Yes, I've seen the woman oh, walking Jesus. out. Jesus, that is so terrible. That's an older woman. Yeah, that's what I said. Now, how do you think? What do you guys think about this? Because she's been through enough. As you can see, Larry <laughs> Larry Reed is one of the biggest. Um, and, and there's another. Larry Reed is one of the gospel YouTubers who uh, oh, keeps yeah. up with all he the gospel church mess. He was on that show mess. that Asante made us Kingdom, kingdom, <laughs> mm-hmm. kingdom business. Which can you believe he came back for another Long season? suffering. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell him that. <laughs> but as you can see, there's multiple articles, multiple Ooh. multiple YouTube videos made about this. And I'd like to just direct your attention to this thumbnail. You see it says, <gasps> no, pow, pow. Why does it say pow? Like the old school back <laughs> Yeah, so I and I also want to know because you know she wears church hats. So if she got hit in the face, I want to know which way did the hat fly? Oh my God. Did it no. come off? No was it way. knocked to the side? Was it like I want to know what happened? You know, and why? You know, if anybody in there should have had somebody shine a light on them and, and been protected by the Holy Ghost or something, you know what I'm saying? Like it should have been her. How did you let that happen? <laughs> I just, I just would like to know. Not Dustin looking up to the ceiling, clean to the ceiling. <laughs> I just would like to know how the hell this happened. That is so scary, y'all. Have you guys ever seen anything wild like that happen in church in your lifetimes? And have you witnessed no. anything like no. that? I haven't been to church enough to really have any data, but no. I got not, a story for you. Um, so I grew up, as you all know, in a very organized religion. Uh, mm-hmm. with weekly assemblings of the members, right? Weekly assemblings of the congregation. Right. And so you would get to know the people that came to the congregation, you know, because you saw them multiple times every week. You essentially grew up with these people. It's like your second family. Yeah. And uh, my brother and I, my brother has always been a complete and total dumbass. And so one time <laughs> we were in the, <laughs> we were there at the, at the, the location where we congregated. I'm trying to avoid direct mentions, but mm-hmm. we were there. And long story short, this lady had a, she had had some sort of procedure on her foot and she had what's called a correction shoe on, right? Where you know what you wear after surgeries and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But the bitch was still dry. I shouldn't say the bitch. She was actually nice. She was still <laughs> driving with that boot on. She had a big van. And so she was parking. My brother was being a heathen outside, wasn't even inside the the facilities, right? He's out in the parking lot bullshitting on the phone or something. And <laughs> the lady pulls in, parks in handicapped up front towards the building. It was a brick building. And she never stopped. She pulled into the parking space and kept going. She she was hollering and screaming as the car, my brother, of all people to witness this. My brother is outside. He says she's hollering and screaming as the car is going. Ah, my foot. Her foot was stuck. She slams into the build, slams into the building, right? She's fine. The airbags go off, whatever she gets out. 
inside the cabinets as it, the impact happens the cabinets just fall off the wall in the back it's a big ass boom everybody goes crazy we don't know what the hell is going on come to find out her foot got stuck on the accelerator of her van because she had that correction that boot on she shouldn't have been driving and she she had the boot on it got stuck on that accelerator and she accelerated went right into so you know you ever heard somebody say hit the bricks that's exactly what she did oh my god my and brother no one got her no nah, she was all right my brother Jesus comes back H-Kaz. in talking about when she did it when she when she pulled in she was blasting bad to the bone <laughs> bad, bad to the bone <laughs> I got a lot of stories, but I'm saving those for the show I'm writing about it. But yes, so that was the one thing. Oh crazy. Asante, you ain't ever seen no crazy shit in church? <laughs> no. Mm-hmm. I, I Look, I, the only accounts of church that I have, actually, <laughs> I do, it, nothing as crazy as that. I but mean, what's going to be I, that? Look, mm-hmm. right. I just know I was at Church of Crystal one time and we just witnessed people not being able to leave and we were just thinking of how crazy that was and the specific people that weren't allowed to be able to leave it was like a family like the, the husband like <laughs> you know you know some churches you can't leave until oh well you know you know some churches you can't leave till service is over it's like they don't want you to interrupt it like to they don't want you to be disrespectful or whatever Bitch, please but not you I but to the, to, the, to the thought so and sentiment what they do, i mean they like for the most part the i ain't never experienced that but all i know is I remember this family that was together. It was like a husband and wife and they two kids. And the husband went off with one of the kids to go get the car. And the mom was trying to leave with the other baby and they wouldn't let her leave. <laughs> when everybody was standing, there, it was like, oh, no, you got to wait. You got to wait. And she was getting loud. And I was just like, well, what is going on? I have never you heard put that, that baby in front of you and start throwing balls. That's what you do. <laughs> and, and to make it worse, the uh, the preacher was up there. He just knew some commotion was happening up, up, up atop where we were. And he was just like, and to anyone top, that feels like. I know where you are. Up top. <laughs> okay. He was like, and to anyone that needs to leave before service is over, come to a service where you can be there the whole time, an earlier service, a later service. That church is always, it was going off. And I was like, well, I've had my dose and that was fun, but he don't even <laughs> know who he reading and yeah. why he reading right now. That was crazy. And keep reading because them contributions will be read right out the door too. Ain't nobody <laughs> donating to your ass. You ain't even holding. Okay. Okay, something like unho- that. What's that Sam Smith song? What did they say in that song with Kim Petras? Unholy. That's that's the spirit I get from that church. I can't believe well, that. That's why I hate church. That church is also a club. I got cruised at that church. Mm. Somebody literally followed me in the in the fucking shitter. I, I was I peeing, but they it. followed me in the bathroom. Oh that's and, what I'm saying. Uh, that that yeah. church is a club. Hit on me. <laughs> Drew got videos in his phone right now of us in the church oh my and me fanning, looking like chewing gum. Like, <laughs> I can't even motherfucking believe. Anyway, so yes. Please send me that. So that story is developing. As I said, there's multiple firsthand accounts. Um, you can sad. find it on the, on the online everywhere. Um, people are saying that uh, Bishop Jones left the pulpit rather abruptly um, as people are yelling for him to check his phone. So apparently the assault took place somewhere out of his line of eyesight. And oh, he left the pulpit when it happened. Yeah, but she had already gone down by then. I was trying <laughs> to find the the clip, the video clip, so I could show you guys the lady actually 
being led off of the property, but sometimes the story is enough. So I'm just going to give you guys that this story is actually still developing. So we're going to see what happens. Look, your story was enough, (laughs) to be honest with you. (laughs) We're going to see what happens with that. Okay, now, I don't know if you guys have seen this, but uh, I definitely just saw this today, according to the good folks at Hollywood Unlocked. And I just, this is how, once again, this is the second mention of that song in this episode, but this is how you do it. Uh, Kiki Palmer to star in Usher's new music video for the song Boyfriend, right? Uh, today, Usher <laughs> tweeted a video clip previewing his new music video for Boyfriend, and he captioned the clip, when fantasies become reality, Boyfriend out tomorrow, 8-16. The clippy uh, preview showed the beautiful Kiki Palmer looking into a lighted mirror while Usher can be heard singing, quote, somebody say that your boyfriend is looking for me. Uh, Oh, my God. This single comes after the actress, 29, attended Usher's Las Vegas show where she was serenaded by him uh, in a video that was shared on social media while she was wearing a black bodysuit under a beautiful sheer dress. And her then boyfriend and son's father, Darius Jackson, responded to that video on Twitter by saying it's the outfit, though. You a mom. So this is a Mm. hell of a response. I don't know about y'all, but I love it. 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 Yeah. And uh, you know what I fucks with Kiki? She hasn't brought this to the internet at mm-hmm. all. Mm-hmm. The subtlety like, of, and, of the way she's And moving. I like that. Yeah, like I, I, you know me. I don't play that bringing my shit to the internet. Like I just don't play that. Mm-hmm. So I love that. I love that she was like, that's his goofy ass. I mm-hmm. don't do that. I'm exactly. a businesswoman. Yeah, she's been in this industry for a long time. She has a long way to go. And she don't play about her coins. <laughs> and yep. I love that for her. I love that so much. I love that this is how she's choosing to go about it. We love it's it. Great. Asante, really what say you? Too. The gag is her niggas in the video. Too. <laughs> no, um, now that would be funny, actually. Yep. If he was smart. <laughs> it would be. Hopefully, if he was smart, that, that would have been a be, brilliant way to just like. Put this whole thing to bed. Mm-hmm. Yep. A cute way to turn it around. Yep. They could have a little skit, as much as I fucking hate them, where the niggas being ignorant at the beginning of the video Agreed. and Usher Make still has his way. Yeah, like, and they could just laugh it off. Mm-hmm. I think that would be super cute and redeemable. Um, outside of that, you know, Kiki gonna do what Kiki wanna do. And I, I love that for her. And she deserves. Kiki has been nothing but America's sweetheart. She's done nothing but be an amazing talent. So, Everything that she does right now is looking right. And whatever her nigga got to say about it, it better be nothing but praise because I don't care. You're just Dro's brother. No shade. Yeah, I really (laughs) think that I love this. Right. I love the way that she's playing with the story as it goes Mm -hmm. on. Like Fran mentioned, she has not one time directly addressed this in the media, um, which to me would make it more serious than it may need to be in the perception Mm -hmm. of others. Right. She's obviously handling the handling rather the real deals of what's going on, you know, in the working inner workings of her relationship in private behind closed doors where that shit belongs. And to the media and to her audience, she's doing things um, and communicating to her audience through her behavior that she Mm -hmm. didn't like that shit. And she may Mm -hmm. have separated from him or whatever, but she's not really, she's toying and being coy with it. And I love that to me, that's the, the, the true indicator of someone who is like fully realized in their celebrity. You have to understand that you don't always have to address. I'm going to address it. I'm going to stand up for us and we and who won't stand up for us. You don't have to do all that. All you have Mm -hmm. to do is just be about your shit. And I love this. And they said she asked the baby 
uh, should I say something about your daddy, baby? Yeah, no. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> she ain't said nothing. Leo- Leotis? Leotis, yeah. Leotis. And they call him Leotis. Leotis. And she said he got a black ass name because he was born during Black History Month. Further uh, endearing so us funny. to her. We love Kiki Palmer and we're happy that she is doing this. And you know, I ain't even gonna hold you. If I go to the Usher concert, I want to sit in the seats where he sing to people. Uh, me too. Hell yeah. And I'm gonna rub them back. <laughs> <laughs> you gonna turn around too, Fred, like Kiki did. <laughs> we playing Simon Says. <laughs> I'm gonna be like, well, I don't know. I'm here for diversity. I, mean, I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here as a part of diversity and inclusion. <laughs> no, you so what's up? <laughs> You got a purple jacket on at that party I see you. Anyway, okay. <laughs> Guess he answered your earlier question. Oh, now, Jesus uh, right, ain't nobody right. tell you to tie the ends. <laughs> 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 now, beautifully played. Now this one, y'all. This one. This one. <laughs> this one. Okay. <laughs> Pittsburgh woman leaves her dog at airport parking lot. After being told that she couldn't fly without a crate. Wait a minute. Let me just give you, let's get into the details and then we're going to talk about what really happened. Okay. So police in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania said that they had found this abandoned dog at the airport sitting in a damn stroller. So that's already let you know what you need to know. Oh, damn. On Friday, August 4th at around 530 in the morning. So she had the first flight out. It was 530 in the morning. Right. Okay, baby. They said that the pup was a French bulldog, so it was a Frenchie, um, and that the female passenger had told the airport staff that it was an emotional support animal. You know the lie everybody tell to get their dog on. Of course, yeah. Um, In order to bring it on the plane, but the employees doubled down on her needing to put the dog in a crate if she wanted to fly. So she really didn't even have her shit together because if you're going to be fronting on the status of your dog, you need to at least have it in the damn crate so that they can maybe push you through without requiring well, to like, show don't make it high, the actual girl. documents and all that shit. Right. Exactly. Um, so the uh, county police department in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, where this took place, they confirmed that the dog was discovered by officers at the airport, Pittsburgh International Airport. And they said that after discovering a microchip on the dog, they were able to try to contact the owner by phone and they tried several times, but to no avail. So she stopped answering she the phone. She was flying. <laughs> she didn't, okay, she ain't get the Wi-Fi. Um, police what? then opened an investigation during which they learned about her being denied access to board unless she had a crate. Um, and so without a cage or a crate for the dog, the woman actually dumped the dog uh, near the airport's short-term parking. She ain't even give a fuck about putting him in the long term. She put you, you know, short-term is in the oh front. So they, she just put him right there. So she got to the thing. I'm in disbelief. The officials said that they are fully expecting an animal abandonment charge to be filed in this case by the state dog warden. And in the state of Pennsylvania, it's illegal to abandon a dog and she and convicted owners can face fines of up to a thousand dollars. Now, small potatoes, when you pay fifty five hundred right. for the dog in the first place, you know what I'm saying? Um, I think that she didn't want that fucking dog no more. You know what I'm saying? For her to come to the airport without a crate, you know what I'm saying? You've already said it was an emotional support animal, so you know she how this works. I don't know. Yeah, she sounds like she <laughs> wanted that dog off her hands. People get sick of these pets, you know what I'm saying? She was <laughs> tired of buying dog food. He probably might have been a mean Frenchie. You know what I'm saying? You I'm just trying to understand her process, like her thinking. So she was like, fuck it. I'm yeah. going to just leave you here. Somebody will grab you. That's crazy. I don't know. Wow, that's, wow. 
for her. That's scary. <laughs> please. That's what please. she is. That's scary to me because, you know, white people don't be doing that to dogs. So that's why it's like, what is going on? Because white people with their animals, like you be seeing homeless white people with their pets. And oh, I'll be like, yeah. you need to take this what? dog to the In shelter. Portland? Like you need to. It's, I mean, anywhere. It's been a rough Mainly. week for white people and dogs because I know y'all heard about that crazy bitch that her boyfriend saw her fucking the dog on the camera and shit. Hold on. You know what? Unfortunately. Disgusting. What? Yes. This I just happened. Her I boyfriend so saw her fucking the dog. We're only bringing it to the show Friend. because of the context of this conversation because I felt like it was too low for us. They looking for the bitch now. You hear them sirens out there. Um, this woman's boyfriend, uh, and I want to say she was in Michigan. I'm not, even, I'm not sure, but this woman's boyfriend saw her on the living room camera literally sexually assaulting their dog and, and performing acts on the dog and no, no, trying no, to make no. the dog perform acts on her. No, 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 All no, kind no. of shit. And he turned that bitch in. He probably was sick of her the same way this bitch is sick of this dog. But it's the same thing, though. You know what I'm saying? I, hey. But imagine you getting cheated no, on. No, 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 right. no. Because, a lot because process. this is one of those things where I was like, you know what? That's I think so I am capable crazy. of murder. Because if I find out what? I have been sharing you with never mind. I don't even want to. If I find out I that I'm I'm fucking living with even. and in a relationship with a person who is a, a full out into fucking bestiality. Yeah. I already feel like I'm literally sleeping with the enemy. And how <laughs> in the fuck? Like, what do you mean you was fucking our dog? This is different. Yeah. Well, I would have thrown bleach on her ass. shock. Hell yeah, for right like, get out! Because I've been throwing bleach. Like, get the fuck out! <laughs> the fact that picture you, <laughs> you're a friend. I'd have been flinging that damn Clorox. You know, it'd be a gallon, and you, and can you hold just got it. that. And nah. you just got that chair. Ooh, you already know. And the chair already white, so the bleach ain't gonna fuck it up. Let's fucking go. Nah, this is crazy. Oh uh, and this honestly, I wouldn't even want the dog no more. I ain't even gonna hold you. Like after oh, I did, the dog gotta go too. Yeah, ain't mine either. <laughs> <laughs> all, right, all dogs go to heaven so I don't oh put that god. bitch right out there next to that bitch Frenchie in Pittsburgh oh my god. <laughs> and both them dogs would have been like god no, no. <laughs> they both would have been looking at each other like this y'all <laughs> <laughs> okay fuck that you got to go you was y'all was fun and I know it wasn't that dog's fault you hear him you gotta go y'all was fucking <laughs> yeah, like I know the dog it wasn't was that down. dog's fault it wasn't. No. The dog didn't know what was going on. Probably didn't want to do it with that crazy bitch. But oh I don't God. want the dog in here with me no more. Please. Of what happened. Yeah, dogs get trained and shit. Don't be looking at me funny, uh, okay. Fido. You, you know, know what I'm saying? All right. Because this All ain't right. that. So that's what I'm saying. You got to just Please. find for a new environment. Please. Maybe I move and then take the dog. I don't know. But it, uh, hit it, Sam Cook. A change going to come. Okay. It would be, oh be some God. changes made around that motherfucker. <laughs> Because how oh. am I supposed to feed this dog? And never All mind. right. Um, yes, please. Just, <laughs> just like, I don't want to do it anymore. I don't want to talk about oh this. Neither did the dog. This, this like, crazy. And no, my thing is, why no, you ain't bite no. her? What the <laughs> fuck is you doing in here? If you know what I'm saying? Your whole, the name of the game is protection. You're supposed to be here to protect me. And you, Ooh, you have one your, job. It's your master, quote unquote. You he know? had one job. And and, it, and that's what she told him. And, but that looked like meat anyway. So he, why I wonder why he didn't oh just, you know what I'm saying? All right, just, all right. I want to know so, why the dog didn't just. I want to leave. What's, Can what's I leave? next on the dog? Bite down, okay? 
my All God. right. Anyway, <laughs> oh. she deserved to be chewed up, nasty ass, crazy bitch. Remember when uh, Eddie Murphy hit Delores with that? Crazy. Remember when Eddie Murphy hit Delores with that trash can <laughs> lid when they was fighting <laughs> at Harlem Nights? He was like, "You crazy bitch." <laughs> that's what. That's what this lady fucking a dog and getting busted on camera. Yeah, I'm. Like stunned. I can't even. Rap. Makes you sick I don't want to process right? it at all. Like I don't even. And it's weird because at this point in our lives, it's like we there's nothing we haven't heard. Mm-hmm. But still, I just it's unnatural. Shit, you're just like yeah. what? It's unnatural to to even think that she was. A, we're, I'm making jokes about it and shit because everything is funny. But that's actually demented right. that she was abusing fucked. that dog like that. I in mean, that way. how fucking sad. Right. That's why I wish he would have just for the dog and the partner. I got to oof. I wish the dog would have snapped out, blacked out. You know right? what I'm saying? Just gone into its reptilian Ma- brain and mauled her ass. You know what I'm saying? Literally oof. mauled her ass. That's what I wish it would have done. But anyway, so now that we've taken a bite out of that uh, situation, let's move <laughs> on. Okay. Uh, per again, the good folks mm. over at the neighborhood talk. Um, an Atlanta woman. <laughs> And another dummy, you know, I shouldn't say that. I'm not going to call her a dummy because she had a valid concern. But it's my thing is just, well, I'll give you my take in a minute. Atlanta uh-huh. woman is upset over Beyonce's ticket prices lowering as the concert date gets closer. Apparently, this um, woman was angry because she paid $1,400 for her Beyonce ticket during the presale. Um, and as the day got closer and the concert event drew nearer, I'll let you hear what she had to say about it. Hey, y'all. So I went to... Um Beyonce uh, concert in Atlanta uh, the second day Saturday and I just want to say you know I purchased my tickets during the pre-sale when it was all the frenzy when she first announced and you had to get the email I'm sure there's other ladies and people who did the same as I did and I spent $1,400 for seats in the 200s just to find out that if you would purchase purchase maybe months later or even the day of you could get a seat in the 100s or even near the floor for like 200 or 100 bucks i mean and i say it to say and i'm pissed about that it was a great experience it was worth the money that i spent but i mean come on now it was just unfair that i spent that amount of money because this was my first beyonce concert and i didn't want to miss but i say this to say next time let's not do the frenzy let's wait Okay, so that they don't do the dynamic pricing because that was some bullshit. So, <laughs> I mean, I'd be pissed. <laughs> uh, you know, like, uh, here's the thing, right? What you want us to <laughs> but it's also just Ticketmaster's a scam. Like, shit, even just the fees. Like when I bought those Erica Badu tickets, the fees mm-hmm. were like two, two, three hundred dollars, mm-hmm. which is crazy when you think about that. That's mm-hmm. not even the taxes. On top of what you're already On top paying. Yeah. of the tickets, you know? What she's saying is super valid. And I feel her on that because when I was trying to resell my Toronto ticket, because I bought it through Ticketmaster and the presale, they wouldn't even let me resell the ticket for less than a certain amount. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's like I couldn't even give the ticket away. Meanwhile, the ticket prices were lowered on there. So it's like I, could, I feel her mm-hmm. on that. But on the other end of that, because, you know, and I, I'm not going to tell nobody what to do. I just I wouldn't take the Internet for that because I saw Beyonce in Paris, Toronto. I mean, I've seen her, but I didn't get <clears throat> thick and all up in your mind. Mm-hmm. Sweden, you mm-hmm. know, like I didn't get that. So I'm upset, too. Oh, <laughs> you know? love run. 
like I, 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 know, <laughs> I didn't get what I thought that I was gonna get. You know, we still nobody got visuals. Like we didn't get blue, so it's like. This is what I'm saying. Like, I, I feel her. Like, I totally, I get it. I understand. My thing is but, this, though, right? You paid the premium to be a part of the pre-sale to have a guaranteed seat. That's the whole point of you buying it early and having yeah. the option to secure the spot. That's the premium that you're paying for. So if the prices have dropped as you've taken a gamble and not gotten a ticket, a confirmed seat, and you want to wait and take that risk and wait up until the very 11th hour, then that's the difference. What you pay for to right. secure your ticket during the pre-sale was securing the ticket during the pre-sale. And because who's to say that, that that would even be available? You would have had a ticket. Yeah, right. so it's like it's the risk exactly. that you take. But also the dynamic <clears throat> pricing, just to help me understand. So Ticketmaster is who's lowering the prices closer to the day. It's not people that are choosing to sell the tickets they bought on Ticketmaster. I believe that's what I that's thought right. was happening. But I don't know. I don't even, I don't know. I, I, I mean, I'm getting that from that TikTok that went viral that everyone's so basing this thing on, where she said I'm she not went sure the how the ticket master few prices minutes actually, before mm-hmm. it started and and right. got it for like four hundred dollars mm-hmm. or something. I'm not sure how the ticket master prices actually changed. Maybe it did. Maybe it was a venue by venue thing. Maybe mm. it was an overall thing. You know, like you just don't know. So that's why for me it's like, I just well, want you my know, seat. you're gonna take. <laughs> this like that's why for me like I was a, I was annoyed I couldn't resell this ticket but like I under, I understood mentally I'm like well resell is a game like we talking about Beyonce tickets if, if it's sneakers like anything resell is a game like and I don't know the game like that so for me it was just a, a shot up in the air to try to resell my ticket it wasn't like a okay well I paid this so I better at least get this back which is what a lot of people who sometimes, you know, emergencies come up, they think that they're going to do that. And it's like, well, it ain't going to work out like that every time, especially. And, you know, when you think Beyonce, you think, oh, it is going to work out like that. But when, you know, you're in a city like Atlanta, she's doing three nights and it's a whole bunch of niggas always in and out of Atlanta. <laughs> you just don't know what's going to happen. So that's why some of them tickets the prices lowered and people was in town was like, you know what, we're going to see Beyonce. So I think that's smart for the venue to do it for Ticketmaster so they can keep having these large shows and Beyonce keep racking up these dollars. But it does unfortunately suck for the fans <clears throat> who want to support. But for me, I like that security. Again, back to your point, Dustin, about the presale. I like that security of I have my ticket. I got it already. Like I'm locked in. Months, yeah. Like if something comes up later, you know, I'm annoyed, but my money was spent months ago. So like, thank God it's like, if I don't make it back, I already had to have kept the machine going anyway. So hopefully, you know, I just get it back in God's favor, which I always do. So, and you're going to get it back too, sister. I believe that. I believe And that. I at least appreciate her for being realistic and not bashing Beyonce. Because, mm-hmm. you know, yes. someone else would have been like, oh, blah, blah, blah. But she just was like, no, it's the issue of the frenzy and how Ticketmaster takes advantage of that. Yeah. So at least I, pre- yeah, I appreciate she was, she's. You know, it's she's allowed to air her grievances, but mm-hmm. I like that she was also very real about who's causing this shit because it ain't Beyonce's fault. Only part she wasn't real about to me was at the end when she talking about some. So next time, let's all just wait so that they can't. I do mean, this it's stuff. not realistic, yeah. but yeah, that, <laughs> she that could, she like, could feel that way. Right. No, I ain't got nothing to do with. I understand. <laughs> I understand your POV, but that ain't got nothing to do with that. I ain't got nothing to do with that right. lifestyle. It's that's not me, uh, right? <laughs> like I'm still paying that pre-sale price. <laughs> Not because I got it like that, right. but because I need to be where I need to be right. <laughs> when right. I want to be, okay? So, yeah, I, you know, I just felt like, you know, what you want us to do. But nonetheless, I digress. <laughs> she told you. Buy the tickets up last <laughs> Right. I guess you want us to wait with her. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not waiting with her. Anyway, 
All right, last two stories, you guys. So Tiffany Haddish, you guys know her. (laughs) 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 So Tiffany Haddish is producing a docu-series about successful women who are dating homeless men. Did you hear about this? Wait, wait, like literally? That there's more, let me let me drop the deets and then I'm gonna circle back, okay? To see, let me drop the okay. deets and I'm gonna see what you think, okay? <laughs> we're gonna drop the deets and I'm gonna see what you think. We're gonna drop the deets and I'm gonna see. What you think. Hey, we're gonna drop the deets. I can see what you think. All right, here we go. <laughs> so this is per the Hollywood Reporter uh, in a pre-strike interview. So this is before the writers and actors strike that's going on right now, which we stand with y'all. We do. Okay. Yes. Now, but in a pre-strike interview, uh, the comedian actually told the Hollywood Reporter about the inspiration for her new docu-series in development, uh, which is actually going to explore the topic, uh, like I said, of successful women who date homeless men. This series is going to investigate these women who have engaged in romantic, long-term relationships with homeless men. Tiffany said, quote, I experienced homelessness myself and found that there was a stigma on it that I don't think should be there. She continued Mm -hmm. uh, to the Hollywood reporter. She says everyone deserves to be loved. Everyone deserves to have someone supporting them and caring for them, not necessarily carrying them all the way. It's really important for people to make sure that they know that because it's really hard to be homeless. So many people are isolated and living on the streets alone. So, you know, points were made. I agree with what she said. How do you guys feel about the concept of successful women, which we'll just use that umbrella term, right? Long term dating homeless men. Does that make sense to you guys? I mean, I would like to see it because it it sounds like an interesting, super interesting premise. Like I wonder what that looks like and Mm -hmm. why that is. Why? Like it's long term, you know. I'm sure there are struggles along the way that that's why I'd like, I don't want to immediately be like, well, why the hell are they still together? But that is my initial thought. And that's why I, I would be interested in seeing or hearing more about it. Yeah. Um, I'm interested in finding out exact more about the, the people who are homeless that are participating in this docuseries, right? Because we know that there are some people who have just chosen to live off the grid. Some people just do not want to be a part of the way that society works and they prefer to be unhoused. Yeah, and that's something like, like I'm trying to understand <laughs> what's who going she's on. Yeah, I want to understand yeah, both sides, though. But also, this is a world that I'm unfamiliar with. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know any. Of mm-hmm. my friends or anyone in my world that is dating someone that's homeless or, you know, just that dynamic. So obviously my reflex is to be like, what? <laughs> but I'm also, as someone who loves documentaries, mm-hmm. would be curious. Yeah, it'll be interesting. I'm interested to know, like, how these relationships were formed and originated. Like, and how they work. How yeah. they met, where, yeah. where, they, where their worlds intersected, who was... Like, who plans the dates? You know, we could start there. Like, you who's planning what? the date? <laughs> um, I would like to know that. Um, I also would like to... I just... I have a lot of questions. So, so many. many. But we live in a world where we, we, we are, you know, bombarded with shows like Love After Lockup, Love During Lockup, Love Before the Door Closed, Love During the Bathroom Break. <laughs> All these shows. You know days. what I'm saying? Mm. 89. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just... <laughs> so there's... Love is blind. Different... <laughs> Mm-hmm. It's true. There's different takes on, you know, the dating experience. And this is definitely a unique perspective. I just want to know how it works. And I hope Same. these people are not exploited in any way. 
which I don't, I'm not saying Tiffany would do that because I'm definitely not saying that. I know she didn't been through enough. Okay. <laughs> and you know, they just opened that shit back up on her ass, uh, some kind of way with that lawsuit shit. Oh, I know Lord. she, t- I know she is tired. Okay. She just getting back rolling. The Haunted Mansion just came out and all this other stuff. And here these motherfuckers come again. So, But it'll be interesting to see what Tiffany Haddish does with this. And I don't want her to narrate it. Ooh. <laughs> that was so just clean. <laughs> I think she's cool and dope. You know what I'm saying? I do. And I'm interested in seeing what she does with this. But I don't want to hear her talking about it because I'm be, I feel like my perspective is going to be skewed. You know, do you want Monica to narrate it? I would trust Monica with this. Yeah, <laughs> I would. I no, would. I'm definitely gonna watch because I see light. It's a lot of interesting dynamics in the world. <laughs> yeah, I'm because I'm interested in like how the the women are like you know how they cope with certain aspects of it. Even the homeless people, like you know what they how they perceive love or how they're accepting certain things, just like everything. Like th- that just sounds like all around, like a strong concept. So we're going to see, see. <laughs> we're going to see. All right, you guys, our last story. So we can get the fuck out of here. Um, what's the blind side of goddamn lie. I don't know if y'all have seen these, oh, these reports. I just, I just saw that yesterday. The Sandra Bullock the, movie. Mm-hmm. So let, look, bust this. The real story that it was based off of? This yeah. is according to the New York Times, you guys. And it's actually everywhere at this point. Um, oh, Michael Lord. O'Hare or O'Hare. I'm not sure. I was literally going to ask. How do you <laughs> yeah. say his last name? I'm going to say O'Hare. Michael O'Hare. Um, who was depicted in the blind side. He claims that he was never even even adopted by the Tishies or Two Holes or whatever the family's name is. The white people. He says that he was never adopted. Mm -hmm. Um, His life was depicted in the 2009 film The Blind Side and in a recently filed Hmm. lawsuit, the former NFL player says that he was never fully adopted by the family that took him in and he was swindled into signing away his decision-making powers at 18. He asked a Tennessee court on Monday to formally end his legal relationship with that family that took him in. And he claims that he had never actually been adopted and he had been tricked into signing away his decision making power so that the family can make millions of dollars off of his life story. He's now 37 years old. He's seeking a termination of the conservatorship that began when he was 18. So they were his conservators. It's that Britney shit. Plus money that he says that he should have earned from the movie The Blind Side, as well as an injunction preventing the wife, Leanne, and the husband, Sean, from using his name and likeness. Um, This petition, again, says that uh, the young man, Michael, who started living with the family at the age of 16, unknowingly signed away all his rights to the film Ah, in 2007. No. Yeah. So the question becomes, were we blindsided, too? And you Damn. know, people already been tweeting that Sandra Bullock didn't deserve that. How we got to this? I, I don't saw know. people saying she should have her Oscar. Is it the Oscar? <laughs> yeah. Oscar removed? I'm like, oh shit! <laughs> That's but Sandra up. didn't do nothing. Damn. Yeah. Even though I hated this movie. Me too. I everything about it. Even Same. the poster. Mm-hmm. Same. Mm-hmm. Like her, you know, the meek Same. little white woman savior with the big. It's just the it. Big every time giant. I would see that poster, I would like cringe, Same. and so. I low-key mm-hmm. hated that Sandra Bullock took this movie, but I understand she was going for that. Like, mm-hmm. you know, everybody needs that movie under their belt. Yeah. But I just hated that she did it because it's just, 
it annoyed the fuck out of me. So I'm actually not surprised that this is what's coming out. I just I feel horrible for him. Me horrible too. for yeah. him. And why did it take so long for him to know this? That's really irking me. He was in the NFL. <laughs> so I just, but I would like for his truth to be told, right? I couldn't yeah. help it. I couldn't help it, y'all. <laughs> Come on, it was, and be glad that's as far as it went. Okay, now it's, I am. You see, Fran is tickled. Please continue. No, please continue. <laughs> Fran goes first. Please. I wonder what took so long. <laughs> what took him so long? Uh, don't don't run it back. No, <laughs> he's gonna. You know that. You know, that, you know that the name of that label that Jeezy was on. <laughs> <laughs> CTE is the click that I clamp. You, you oh, heard that you shit. Know what? But anyway, <laughs> let's throw it back. Yo, hips better roll. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> God. <laughs> Listen, Why is everything? It's never about the journey, it's about the destination. <laughs> and, oh. and, you know, I'm just glad that he has. Um, awakened to see that this yes. this is like a problem and he is getting what is his and I, I hope have, they help him yeah. out. like because if he signed everything away what can they really do legally I, I wonder once you start speaking up about shit and they start peeling that onion back though <laughs> lawyers right. credible find something. they will find and especially end. people that would move this way mm-hmm. got crazier skeletons mm-hmm. in their closet mm-hmm. so hopefully it unravels yep. damn and I, I hate, hate that. like that it's a damn I shame. hate it because I really am a person who even though I haven't I, I feel like adoption is very important and I feel like mm-hmm. that sort of issues with adoptions and legal guardianship and shit like that that just needs to be managed at a level to avoid shit like this from happening because those children are so vulnerable to, oh, no. to, to harm of all different types and I hate stories like this if this is true allegedly the story that he is presenting to us where he was taken advantage of as a child like that and yeah, How he went to the NFL. Him? Do you know any anything about their story? How do you see people find this kid? Mm. Mm. That's terrible. And then it's, he wasn't even adopted properly. Right. It was just like some under the table shit. Right. And he wasn't fully adopted. They were his conservators. All that kind of shit. Being able to, the, being that focus control. on being able to control his decisions mm-hmm. and shit with a, a feature film. At bay, you know what I'm saying? That just seems a little sketchy to me. And it, it, it paints the it, parents it. to have a different motivation, right? As if they were trying to take advantage of him. And he's bigger than them. So I hope he go back and hey, you ain't even my mom and daddy anyway. I ought to kick your ass right now. <laughs> I hope that's what you do. I hope he come back over there and start bouncing a ball up in there on them. And then that and then that savior <laughs> complex thing they were doing where they were making it seem mm-hmm. like you know, they pulled him from the streets mm-hmm. and saved his life. But meanwhile, he I said, they ain't no damn family. That's what he said. Okay, yeah, I ain't my damn family. You ain't nothing at all. That's what he told their ass. And I want my money. So I'm with him. You know what I'm saying? Let's let's right. let's yeah. take, let's take no, that football sure. helmet off and put mm-hmm. our critical thinking caps on and figure out mm-hmm. how we're going to get what's, what is. Because that movie, there is no movie without him and his story. Literally. Right. The movie ain't about the them parents. The fact he didn't make no money off of that That's is crazy. devastating. I don't know. They still be trying to make me watch this show on Netflix, too. They said if I was, was Sandra stirring. Bullock, I would give him money. I would, too. For real. Not even going to hold I'll speak you. up right now. Yeah. I'd be like, I, I will pay him would. the check. I would look through this, because you know she got money. I would look through okay. and see what I made, the profit from that film, yeah. if that's possible. 
and me and him gonna have to talk because that's crazy. She it got the Oscar possible. for his life story. We gonna have to fix that. And Sandra Bullock, you got a black son in real life, so oh, you should be sensitive. Y'all, I know y'all. she's going through a lot because I, I feel like her husband recently passed from oh, cancer. Okay. I'm sorry to hear that. So I love timing, Sandra Bullock. Uh, yeah, the timing. I know she's probably like, "Golly, <laughs> when it rains and pours," type shit. But that's sad. But I feel like she'll she'll help him in some capacity. Yeah, she has um, Sandra Bullock actually has a few children. She has black children, black daughter, black son. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, I mean, she know what's up. Sandra Bullock ain't never seemed like, you know, problematic to me that That I remember that I'm known of. You know what I mean? So hopefully (laughs) she takes advantage of this opportunity. But in the meantime, you know, I'm side eyeing the fuck out of that family. They ain't no damn family. Yes, crazy. Mm -hmm. Well. But anyway, I don't like that. those are the things that we need to know this week on a need hey. to know basis. So hope you Thank guys enjoyed me. Part of right. For putting us on. That's Justin right. Ross. And now you can talk <laughs> around you. the water coolers this week. Okay. Come on. <laughs> Thank with you. you know, girl, I didn't know that the damn blind side. You can have those <laughs> conversations. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, yes. Everything is changing so fast. I mean, back in my day, we were lucky if we could get one video to load. But now with the Xfinity 10G network, you can power a house full of devices at once with ultra low lag. The future starts now. Restrictions apply. Actual speeds vary and not guaranteed. Meet Stacy. Stacy's on the hunt for a new pair of trendy glasses. Call me picky, but I just can't find the one. Luckily for Stacy, Walmart Vision has virtual try-on. Now she can try on hundreds of frames virtually, then upload her prescription and get new glasses delivered right to her door. Really? (laughs) Yeah, really. Well, the hunt just took a turn for the better. Buy your next pair of glasses with virtual try-on from Walmart. Welcome to Easy Eye Care. Welcome to your Walmart. Restrictions apply. See walmart.com for details. Well, let's bring in those wind chimes. This week's wellness segment, I really just wanted to serve as a reminder because I told y'all I wanted to get a natural path. And this is not telling y'all to get a natural path, but just a reminder to put your health first and as a priority. Mm -hmm. Because I admittedly can be a little avoidant because of my previous run-ins with health and hospitals and doctors. I have this avoidant nature with like going to appointments, getting physicals, getting my blood drawn. I just avoid it. And we can't really afford to do that. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Not even really. We can't afford to do that. And I realized the, the fear in my heart when I got my blood drawn and now I'm like waiting uh, the five days for the blood panels to them, you know, and they're Mm -hmm. checking everything, my thyroid, my cortisol, uh, everything you could think of, all the blood panels. And I'm like anxious. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, it, and it really put a lot in perspective for me, you know, because it's like, why do we do this to ourselves? <laughs> it almost reminds me when you're younger, take getting the STD test. <laughs> when you're <laughs> you know, younger. Like, well, okay. <laughs> oh, that's why I'm sitting here. You listen, you talk like. <laughs> You preaching to the choir. The I regular deal with this shit right literally there. every month. <laughs> oh, shit, and, you, and then you got to tell yourself, like, bro, come on. Like, I, how am I living that I should like, You start thinking about shit about like, damn, everything. after that party. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Look, you always got to keep checking your timelines now. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And then you start thinking back to this and that. And so 
I'm Especially like, after that movie, Kids. Oh, well, that was just different. <laughs> Look, a few movies. I'm just saying. But you feel me? It's like we can. I know a lot of us go through that, Mm -hmm. and especially because our community specifically gets treated crazy half the time when you're going to the Mm -hmm. doctor. Especially Mm -hmm. if you have to go to the ER. Like I told y'all, but I didn't say it on the show. I injured my leg um, a couple weeks ago. We were doing uphill sprints in the park, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and I sprained my calf muscle. Which was like an instant death. I literally just dropped to the ground and was holding my leg. Excruciating um, pain. Oh, it was just I wouldn't wish that on nobody. And this Except old Trump. white lady, this old white lady walking past, walking her dog was like, "You need pickle juice." <laughs> I wanted to throw my sneaker at her so bad. Oh my god! <laughs> Is it a Charlie horse? <laughs> I just ignored her because I was like, we're on different frequencies right now. And she's going to make me (laughs) say something rude. So I just ignored her. Because like, bitch, what? What? Like, where are we right now? I'm collapsed over here. But I didn't want to go to the ER. Even in that moment of not necessarily knowing how bad the injury was, I did not want to go to the ER. I was like, nope, refuse because I've been there so many times where they think you're making shit up. They All they tell you is you want drugs or you're pregnant. And well, it's we're just not always prescribing something. you any pain meds. We're telling you now. So, you yeah. Like, like, what the fuck? So, I don't even do hookah. <laughs> <laughs> hookah. <laughs> the accent killed me. But you feel me? It's like we already have those walls up yeah. Yeah. with the medical system. So, And I get it. And I understand it. And it's warranted half the time. But there's also the part we just got to take care of ourselves. And that's why I was like, friend, just suck it up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Go to the traditional doc. Even though naturopath is a little left of center, but, you know, she's still a doctor. And I still got my blood drawn. And even that, I've always been one of those people that getting my blood drawn was hard. They call it, I think, a hard steak mm-hmm. where they can't really just access the veins. You and then, yeah, yeah, it's just too deep. Ooh. And it's always been an issue since I was little and I hate it. I get mortified because it's always multiple. If the phlebotomist isn't good at what she does, they'll do that dumb thing where they'll stick you first mm-hmm. and then look for it. Mm-hmm. Oh. And then your arm starts turning blue and then you're sore Please. for days. It's just a lot. It's a lot. I've learned to I advocate so for myself and with speak age. Because when you're yeah. a kid, you're just like freaking out. But as an adult, I'll be like, listen. You know, these are the parts that are probably better and they listen. And I got lucky because the first girl, I just told her straight up, if you don't see the vein, I'll don't come back. Me. Yeah. Like, don't prick me. She pricked me, didn't find it. But she was like, all right, I'm going to let you go. And then I came back for someone that was a little more advanced and they were able to do it from my wrist. Which mm-hmm. was different for Ooh. me. Never experienced that. Yeah, I didn't I've, I've like seen it. that, but it, I've never had it. But I've seen that. On Did people not that like that. I was like, oh, that fucking hurt. And then because I was doing the full blood panels, they had to fill like ten of those fucking oh, vials. So you were really starting to feel mm-hmm. that shit. I just looked to the wall. Like I can't see it. I can't. Yeah. <laughs> I looked to the wall. Closed my eyes. Held my like was doing my breathing exercises, and just let her get through them. Damn huge ass vials Mm-mm. and but it was just a lot and just the tension and the stress in my brain and I was like why do we do this like I hate that we have this relationship with doctors you know why do we love, just- love when love seems to hate us 
Yes. But I just wanted to be a reminder, like if you have that that physical that you know you haven't gotten done, whatever you need to get checked out, get your blood checked out. <laughs> Dental appointments. If you have that cavity or that tooth, that, that you hemorrhoid, need to get the root canal, that hem. No, all jokes aside, that freaking mm-hmm. hemorrhoid. People ignore them all the do. time, and then we got to figure out how to move. To. Yeah, you know what? Not no damn hemorrhoid. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> so I promise you, move. how to move out the way. <laughs> <laughs> Middle of the anal and my dick needs space. <laughs> we in the bedroom and we about to fuck. What I'm Gonna do with that polyp on your butt. <laughs> oh Yo. Move out the way. <laughs> you sound like Crystal. You heard her say it. Move out the way. <laughs> Ooh, but middle of your booty. I say all that to say. <laughs> <laughs> Go to the doctor, get checked up. Please. All those things you've been avoiding, you never know. Catch it. Because now when I get my results next week, whatever I'm anxious about, I can just face it. Yeah. And as an avoidant person, that's that's what I need to be doing right well, now. Well, I'm proud so. of you for getting that far in the process as an avoidant Thank person. You. you should celebrate yes. that. Especially Hell with yeah. a blood draw issues like that. Your health I'm proud is of myself. Different because health is something that it's not soft, right? It's a hard full stop that you have to confront whatever is going on. Right. There's Which no getting around it. It's literally life it. or death and people are afraid yeah. of that. They rather just mm-hmm. not know and go. You know what yeah. I'm saying? But it's, yeah. it's great that you did that. So you'll be fine. Yeah. So I'm thankful. I'll, I'll you know, prayers up. Mm-hmm. Everything's good. Rocks in the and window. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> right. Candles, rocks in the window, all of it. Perfect bill of health. Perfect bill yeah. of health. I'm used to that. You know, you know, you when you were younger, you'd go and be fine all the time. But now I'm yep. older, so I'm just like, I want to make sure I'm good. So just wanted to put that into people's awareness <clears throat> if you've kind of been doing the same as me and not really staying on top of your shit. Yeah. Like, just go ahead and, and make those appointments. Make sure that in the second half of the year, you know, and the top of next year, you're just going into it confronting whatever you have not been confronting. Absolutely. So, I right? like when I confront those things and they're just very routine. Mm-hmm. One of the things that I hate the most is the blood drawing. Oof, and I mean, once I get past that. I can talk to the doctor about anything and everything, you know, prayerfully, not the bad news. I, you know, right, I just, you yeah. know, always hopefully rebuke that. But like after the blood is drawn, like we can do whatever you want to do. Open like, let's book. just get this blood part out of the way. And I'm of the opposite of you. They always find my vein and I don't know what it is. They are, they all get like a little turned on or something. They're like, like the, Ooh, you have a juicy vein. Or, yeah, <laughs> like they all, every time. Mom. I'm like, mm, mm. Mm-hmm. like, can you just do this? I Cause wish. I got to, uh, uh, vampire ass doctors and nurses. <laughs> and you know what I will say? The natural path was so dope. Like mm-hmm. I haven't fully experienced her yet, obviously, cause it's still a new thing, but even just the first introduction, the consultation, I think they call it, it was an hour and a half, y'all. And I had to f- fill out this questionnaire that was so comprehensive. It asked everything. Sounds and the thorough. average person might think like, ooh, this is a little too much. But it asked everything from what is my daily food intake, mm-hmm. my sleep schedule, my relationship with my parents. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. My relationship with my friends and my happy, or even you know, the romantic relationships, um, kids, if you have them. I know you told them you like us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she asked yeah. about. Like, we had a whole convo about my relationship with my peers and my coworkers and my friends and work. And it was, you know, it was really cool. It was heartwarming. She said that she hasn't in a long time, if ever, seen someone rank so high in like they're just like life meters. Like she was like, you seem you're happy financially. You're happy in your relationships. You have Mm -hmm. good friendships, good partnership. You know, like everything just she said ranked high. And I didn't even realize Mm because I was just answering the questions and. So I'm hoping like that reflects even in my blood health, you know, like my stress levels right. and and all that, my sugar. Yeah. <laughs> like, I want all that to reflect. And I think sometimes we forget because we can put those things in the back burner that our day to day is, in fact, highly affecting all those things, you know, from how we're treating our body, eating, drinking, all those things that we kind of do to numb out and just get through the day. And even just the people in our lives are stressing you the fuck out. You better take care. You better <laughs> listen to her, y'all. Otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> but, it, you know, I, I'm like, I take that so seriously. Just y'all know how I am. Everything with ease. I'm very mindful of the stress in my mm-hmm. life. As and you what I can, be. What I can control. I just make sure that it's like, Fran is comfortable. And so that felt good to have someone question. The only part that got a little like ooh edgy for me was she was asking about um, if I experienced like, you know, assaults and abusive mm-hmm. things. And that's where mm-hmm. I felt like, ooh, you're going into therapy territory right. with. Because what am I supposed to just list that out? Like Put N dash A. <laughs> yeah, true. I stop going. I don't want to answer something in A. <laughs> yeah, true. But at the end of the day, it was like, whoa, I get it. Obviously, those the traumas situations, yeah, are going to change you on a cellular level. But it's also like, oof. I'm let's, not going to list that out. Let's get there when we find girl. a problem that you have you know? a question. You know, you can link it to. I ain't even Nine meet you yet. Right. Like, <laughs> what kind of no Vaseline ass questionnaire is this? You know what I'm saying? Take me, Bitch, what you take been me through? To dinner. Yeah. What you been off. through, Doc? <laughs> okay. You, no wonder it's an hour and a half because you was like, well, girl, what's up with you? You know what I'm saying? You made her. You said, Lucy, you got some explaining to do. You thought you were <laughs> But it was just such a difference from like yeah. traditional doctors, you know, that yeah. um, that are just like, hey, welcome. What's your name? Da, da, da. So what's, what's your insurance? Very transactional. Yeah. What's your insurance? Very transactional where it's like you have this issue in here. And I did appreciate that, too, where she said with naturopaths, some of them can be transactional. You have this issue. Here's the herb mm-hmm. or here's the whatever. She was like, but she likes to get to the root of what could even be causing this to begin with. Mm-hmm. So you have more power, you know, over what you're experiencing. And I appreciated that because yeah. you know me. I'm like, yeah, let's get to it. And it just felt really nice. And I just imagine if our medical system was like that, where a mm-hmm. doctor really sat with you for an hour and just got a really comprehensive assessment of who you are, what you're experiencing, and what you're what brought you in here today. Yeah. Just be just such a different world. And then we wouldn't have mm-hmm. these anxieties no. of going in, you know, to get our blood drawn or any of that. So I just really wanted to put that out there because it's so important. And I'm praying for all of us, our health, especially as we age and me all too. the different things we're navigating in our lives and how they affect us. So get you checked know, out. 
I really love what I do for a living, like literally. Mm-hmm. And I look forward to doing it more and more and more. But mm-hmm. I really sometimes think like I also had a passion for like healthcare or public health more specifically, right? Really? Yeah. I like I, I used to be like, if things don't work out in media and entertainment, I'm gonna go back to school and catch babies. You know what I'm saying? Like be an OBGYN. <laughs> oh, that but would like, be so yeah. crazy. <laughs> yeah, but like, but then I, I, but I would love to like do. I would love to go to medical school, get the training, become a full MD. And then take it to media, like marry the two, right? Mm, like right. be in the media discussing medical issues that impact certain communities or whatever the fuck. Like I just, I'm attracted to that world. And as yeah. my star rises and shit, by the time my shit is on Hollywood Boulevard, I'm going to find a way to create an agency of medical professionals that bedside manner is prioritized. And like, Man, you know, listen. that sort of care is prioritized. I would love to do that. I would love, 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 love to do that. It's so, just so intense. Like I'm just the sharing. Tri- <laughs> That's all. No, no, no. I love that. <laughs> I dope. think it's. I think really I didn't even. Idea. I didn't even Necessary. know that. Yeah, about you, which I think is really cool. Like the last time I was in the ER in New York, fucking Mount mm. Sinai, which I have oh such an issue oh, with. God. Oh God! And I was passing a kidney stone, which if anyone's ever passed a kidney stone. It's up Crippling there. pain. I mean, mm-hmm. I remember the doctor jokingly said to me, well, at least you know you'll be fine when you're ready to give birth because mm-hmm. this is worse. Like, that's funny. <laughs> I, I looked at him like, I'm glad you're finding a time to joke while I'm, like, dying over here. One of the worst experiences of my life, especially having to be on the floor of the yeah. ER. Because if you know, there's not a lot of space in New yep. York ERs. People have blood, uh, gunshot wounds. Someone's giving birth. I mean, it's always so much going on. And I just remember no one helping me and me being in that level of pain and just being like, so that's where my personal trauma comes from. That had just to be like, hell. Yeah, hours. I think I was there for like 10 hours passing this damn stone. And all the, the nurse did was give me some morphine. And then they sent me home. No conversation wow. with me about like why is your kidney constantly infected? Why right. did you be- create stones? What's your diet like? Right. What's your lifestyle? Nothing. It was just they just popped in your room at one point and said insurance. Is that it? <laughs> or or they probably didn't even do that. They were like, we got your address on file. We'll just send you the bill. Right, we'll like, bill it's just you. Like, and that's sad to me because so it was as a as someone in their early twenties. Like I would have loved for someone to have had that convo with me. You know, what are you eating? Are you dehydrated? Is your diet too acidic? Like, break it down. Why am I experiencing this? And that's the disconnect for me Mm -hmm. and why I always, why I've become avoidant. Mm -hmm. But I realize, like, I can't do that to my detriment. That doesn't make sense, you know? It sounds like you've taken complete control over creating whatever medical environments and spaces you're a part of. You, you right. just said you, you're taking an alternative approach this go around and you feel right. comfortable. Right, that is more in alignment with yeah. like what I need yep. in order to feel comfortable. And even with the dentist, like I found like a woo-woo ass dentist, mm-hmm. you know, and that and that works for me. Like I love that. He's more concerned with like your dental health. Mm-hmm. Like what is your lifestyle? What's going on? As opposed to, oh, you have a cavity. Here's what it costs to get that. Yep. You know, like it's just like bloop, bloop, bloop. It's like, no, he's going to sit with you and have this conversation. And and even talking to me about my previous dentist and like, what was my panic with them? You know, like, was it never having a good dentist, not having the money? Like, what is it? Why do people hate coming to the dentist? What's your wall with it? Like, let's have those convos. Yeah, I, I think agree. It's important. 
Yeah. And I get it. They see a lot of people. Yeah. And there's a point where it's gonna it's like, come on, you in and out. But <laughs> so they've I also get that. But chosen it's a relationship. To, they've chosen to be in that position. They've assumed that responsibility knowing they would see a lot of people. You know right. what I'm saying? I agree right. that we should make space for that because who wouldn't be spent after a while of you know what I'm saying? Exerting that much energy to people. And, and that's All a lot anyway. But you yeah. know what the fuck you was doing? And what do that have to do with <laughs> me and my tooth? Bitch, I'm dying. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I, hey, sorry, but I'm going to need you to tough it out with me. <laughs> right. So, you know. Yeah. So I'm excited to just Good approach. Good for you, friend. Yeah. And y'all know, especially with the show and just what I've represented all these years, wellness has just always been important to me. Mm-hmm. You know, yep. and I've tried to take care of myself as best as I could to like my knowledge, my capacity, the knowledge of my peers around me and just creating that community, which is literally what Hey Fran Hey has been all about. Mm-hmm. Um, but as I get older, I, I, I realize born. I have to start and how I was born. Literally, I have to start merging the two, mm-hmm. you know, like instead of fearing the medical system, I just have to find ways to be a part of it. Fran that, that motherfucker out. Very, yeah, that are more me. So if I have a woo-ass dentist, woo-ass naturopath, and so be it. What happened? You, know? you be sitting Indian style in the dentist chair, friend. <laughs> what happened? Could you imagine? It's the thing. It's the suction thing. Bamboo. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? What is it, friend? <laughs> and you know, that's what's so fascinating. You would think that, right? Like, you're going to come in and they have, like, a diffuser blowing <laughs> lavender. It's like... Throw pillows and you have your session on the floor. You said shit. it, friend. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, do you want, you know, watermelon, basil, with goat cheese salad uh-huh. before we start? Like, but it's it's the same. It's just that their bedside manner is more caring. I love Literally that. the difference. I love that. And that's why I hate that like a naturopath or like a, this doctor would probably be looked at as some kind of quack. But mm-hmm. in reality, they just prioritize the connection so that you feel safe. And then from there, you can go on to talk about what what's happening. I think that's very important. And I, I told you I'd love to open up a facility for the, all of them motherfuckers, right? That would be fly. I wonder what it takes to open a hospital. Obviously, billions and billions of dollars. But like, right. I wonder why we don't hear about certain billionaires, you know what I mean? Opening hospitals. Going in and, that direction. And since, since black people are, are, are so vulnerable to harm through the medical care process, like maybe we need to start talking about that. Like, Mm-hmm. figuring out a black hospital in a major city. You know what I'm saying? You Which I'm sure, and I'm sure this That'd is not crazy. a new idea. I'm sure that right. there are people that are moving forward with ideas and plans. I personally know healthcare. Shout out to my boy, Dr. Zach Brown. He's a pediatrician here in New York City. He just had a health fair health, um, on the east side in East Harlem last Saturday offering testing, oh. Um, oh, all kind of services to the community. My yes, neck of the woods. a young black uh, professional, young black pediatrician here in New York City, also my dog we be partying and shit. So cool. shout out to Dr. Brown. <laughs> duality. But yes, exactly. <laughs> duality. So I know that these these conversations are happening and I know action is being taken. I just wonder mm-hmm. why we haven't heard about anyone, anyone of the billionaire class that we're not so grateful to have multiple blacks that occupy that billionaire class. Why haven't we heard about anybody opening up a hospital here? I'm sure it's the red tape too. Yes, yeah, prob- like, they probably to- can't. You know what I'm saying? They're probably right, blocked sure every hard. step of the way. Yeah, because they know that one thing they can have over us is that medical control. Like you even see, I saw Amazon is trying to get into the medical field. Really? 
Yes, mm-hmm. I was reading about that. They're gonna they're trying to Not get into surprised. like your your medications where you can like order it through Amazon, Pharmacy. Mm-hmm. pharmaceuticals, and then of course like insurance in the future. Mm-hmm. Like these are the, this is the world they're kind of wow, starting prime to prime insurance. You, yeah, like they're gonna pivot into the more medical field. So that is a little bit concerning to me because. Who knows? I know. <laughs> Who knows? And it but, take, it, it makes me it, it makes me feel like the services are less credible or less legitimate. There's a prestige mm-hmm. attached to the way that you receive your medical care. To me, as somebody mm-hmm. who's been going to the doctor forever, and you know what I'm saying, doing all of that, that's a process and it's a specific experience that I don't want personally for me. I don't want my experience um, reimagined. I I like right. the security of Mass feeling produced. like yeah I don't I don't want I don't want that I'm not yeah. I haven't researched and the it, data and know. your your files you know your mm-hmm. medical history just because HIPAA gonna be out the window they ain't gonna be getting oh, fucked at a certain point <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be leaks all WikiLeaks medic 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 leaks you know what I'm saying Nene leaks medic leaks like for real. No, it's true. That's why I'm like, even it just becoming more digital and who's controlling it and what's the intention behind it. You know, my tinfoil is vibrating. So mm-hmm. and I'm sitting right next know. to you like. <laughs> <laughs> but those of you listening, please go to the doctor, whatever little appointment, you know, you need to go to or, you know, you've been avoiding or, you know, you have to schedule it. Just do it, do it, do it, do it. Uh, if anything, take this segment this week as that message you were looking for. And so. you know what? While we're here, just mm-hmm. so that we can. Um, damn it. He doesn't have any of the pictures up here from his. Um, from the event. Yes. <laughs> um, Pete's. Hold on one second. Let me see something. Pete's. What is his? Anyway, I'll find it and bring it back during later in the show. I wanted to actually name the event that was in East Harlem. Oh and, yeah, and put a um, give you guys an Instagram account. Yeah, yeah, that's what I, I can do. add it to the info box, so I'll make sure to do that. But that's it for this week's wellness. Just a health reminder. Asante, Mister Music Man, what you got for us this week? Well, a lot has happened in music, as it always does, because there are always people singing so we can keep on dancing (laughs) and hopefully a smiling and ignoring all the problems happening here on this crazy earth. Um, I would like to just go on ahead and start off with the sisters are out here. They're doing it for themselves. (laughs) okay? so I'm just going to play this little clip. The sisters are doing it for who? Themselves. Thank you. (laughs) Okay, Sisters. that was RuPaul and do Michelle Massage. Uh, I'll be sure to send that to you. Uh, yep. <laughs> um, the reason that I say that is because that chick angel, her viral hit, One Margarita, just keeps, it's the gift that keeps on giving. I know she, she is dropped, like, oh my God, from that just listen, being a podcast conversation it, crazy. It, it went viral from their podcast conversation it was a hit sensation on tiktok with everybody doing a challenge then she dropped a remix with saucy santana mm. now she's back with another remix it's the ladies remix it has sexy red fendi the rapper and Flo millie on it stop it yes 
So that chick Angel, she is out here popping. <laughs> I hope she continues to make music. Um, she was actually part of some of the musical gags that they did on uh, Black Lady Sketch Show. So I really, I'm, I was really feeling so her on funny. there. So it's good to see that chick Angel is still just doing it, doing the damn I thing. I have a question. With Kevin on stage. And I have a theory yes, about that song. And it's so, so funny that she actually put Sexy Red on the remix, right? Because I just think it's <laughs> interesting how sexy red song pound town everybody is so shocked and like put off and 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 do the the music industry is doomed right because her lyric was my coochie pink my booty hole brown right like people were so offended by that but yet this one margarita song where she literally is saying like give me one more the more more i drink liquor she's recapping telling you giving you a blow by blow okay (laughs) nobody's offended i haven't heard any of the outrage people love this shit they're like yo like the same people that have been saying a lot of the um negative commentary that i'm hearing about around the sexy red lyrics they love this song and haven't said a word just singing yeah. it i just was like damn well this is a little okay you know what i'm saying you think but it whatever. has to do with who's presenting it maybe maybe yeah. i don't know because I feel like people I mean, so mean sexy red for like no reason. She's just doing her. <laughs> and they are like, I mean, she is the literal antichrist of the music industry. And now this <laughs> song comes crazy out. crazy to and, blame oh, right. her for that. Well, mind you, these rap songs are lit- We're not even going to go there. But yes, you're right. And I always defend her in conversations, <laughs> right? When, when people are talking about her lyrical content, I always come to her defense. It's just funny to me that I haven't heard any of that commentary related to in relation to this one margarita song. Right. Yeah. And it is it is actually and this song to me is more profane in nature than <laughs> Pound Town by Sexy My Coochie Red. Pink, My Booty Hole Brown. Yeah. Those are body parts. <laughs> That's it. I mean, yeah, but she she's not, not, that's yes, not she's, even sexual. Yes, she's right? saying, yes, she's saying, I give some head and I'm gonna put it in my pussy. But and she's not saying, pussy. right? But, but she's di- not saying directly correlating it to consuming alcohol. The more I yeah, drink but she's liquor, not, the more open to sex I'm gonna be. Super explicit, like my coot. Like, yes, she's saying I'm gonna put it in my pussy, but she's not saying my coochie pink, my booty hole brown. What's the like, difference it, to you? It, it, Please it, help me to understand. To me, it, to me, they are. I mean, well, for me, you know, I don't. Let, you know, let me just go and have our say, I don't really give a fuck. You know, mm-hmm. I'll take both. You know, I'm not one of those that feels like, oh, why can't we put out smarter content? Yada, yada, mm-hmm. yada. But I, I will say, I feel like, like you know, but I feel <laughs> like the presentation maybe because the introduction was from t- a TikTok challenge for a lot of people or, you know, just the clip of her doing it on a podcast. It comes across different where comedic. Sexy Red is, you know, it's more comedic. Yeah, I mean, it, it's comedic, but it's also just out of context of a Sexy Red who's putting up her middle fingers mm-hmm. and being walked like a dog. And now she walking a nigga like a dog in the video back. Like it's just a different <laughs> thing that's happening with Sexy Red <laughs> versus the, that chick Angel. You know, the song was a hit and then she drops a video where she just having fun in the video. And there's even like a little skit towards the end where she's like, no, nah, I'm asleep for real, though. And then like she falls asleep because somebody did that in the TikTok. So I guess that became a cool thing to do <laughs> or whatever. You know, like it's, it's it comes across cuter and cleaner from that chick mm-hmm. angel. Whereas even even though she is like I'm saying, put it in my pussy. Like she's still saying <laughs> the, the things, but she's not doing slide them. on it. Ain't no. Yeah, you know, <laughs> the butt, you know, do, doing doing the butt, but she didn't made it into a old little auntie dance in the video. Like, you know, she's doing something t- different with, you know, one margarita because everybody loves a margarita, but don't everybody want to hear about the coochie pink and the booty hole brown necessarily? 
Okay. okay. I mean, I hear what you're and saying. Then the, and then the white lady that <laughs> made it funny, the old white lady that was like, we're going to do some good old slut shaming. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is based on, like, that was already funny as fuck. So I'm sure that happens. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I hear you. It's interesting to me. It is. Because it everybody's is. always public enemy number one. Like, I actually had an argument with somebody. They were like, do you really like Ice Spice? And I was like, yeah, I actually really like Ice Spice. And, and there's this critique that always comes up with artists. They're like, well, for me, all their music sounds the same. It's like, well, this is the music that popped. But she literally dropped a deluxe version of like, mm-hmm. and <laughs> have you seen the photo? I got to show you. Yeah. Friend, have cartoon. you seen it? Okay, mm-hmm. good. Okay, good. It's so funny. <laughs> um, it's a deluxe version of like it's more cuts of what she's doing like it's like an extended version of what she put out like you shouldn't expect new hot fresh like this is a, a new, new era for Ice Spice right. when that's it's a fucking re-release and but then there is a the different first song, song on it, a different sound on there to me I was gonna tell you the, the first song How there High there you go Tay it that that's that song is like well I don't know I don't actually know just from what I'm hearing right I don't know if Taylor Swift's people decide to give her a track back or what but like Ice Spice starts off with like, all right, well, you know, I got a little something else going, but you know, if y'all want to keep going with like, you know, like, cause it's like, you know, <laughs> so that's why she's giving you more of what she sounds. And I enjoy it. I enjoy all of it. I believe her. I don't feel like she's putting on or doing mm-hmm. anything extra Same. to do a whole lot. That's a very <laughs> New York. Mm-hmm. Bronx that we've seen on the four. Mm-hmm. She's not trying at all. Mm-hmm. It's very effortless and and believable if she's pretending or whatever. She doesn't. She doesn't give me look to be gay for a mm-hmm. moment. She doesn't give me that she's carrying, but she's like carrying. Like she's really like <laughs> doing it. Like you know when she's being herself. So I fuck with it, and I don't even know how I got the ice spice. Oh, just because I was talking about um, it was just the shit you know, people the shit. are saying about yeah, yeah. the rappers right just now. All the bullshit. But yes, uh, sisters are still doing it for themselves. Uh, Tanache <laughs> a couple a few weeks back dropped a visual for her single "Talk to Me Nice." Oh, is it good? See, same. I also, didn't even know she uh, yeah, it is. Yeah, I I, I love it. Um, I, I love the comments that I were seeing under. I don't normally read comments, but I saw the comments and I was like, oh, okay, mm-hmm. I'm feeling y'all feeling this. That's good. Um, but more recently in this edition of Sisters are doing it for themselves. So I went through a roundup of, you know, th- certain things that I missed, which was Tanache and, you know, things that just happened. Um, we have to show love to our chocolate, fine, sexy, talented, amazing sister who we were talking about before we was recording. Victoria Monet dropped her visual for Oh My Mama. Um, She's so I could dope. say, I'll let y'all have, y'all can say whatever y'all want. And then for the audience, all I have to say is just go watch the video. <laughs> I just love her. She's the, she's the full package, in my opinion. I love the, the, the freedom that she has as an artist right now. I feel like she made a lot of money writing songs. And right. you can tell there's a budget behind her, her shit. She's trying different sounds and she literally has everything. She's the total package artist. To me. Total package. Total package. Like star power. Yep. She's stunning. She can dance her ass off. She writes, produces, sings, has a cute ass family. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. A Taurus. You hear me? Yeah. I just want to say the people, <laughs> uh, in particular, the fandom always complain about uh, there needs to be a new it girl, or we need to put our a vote in. Da, 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 da. First of all, everybody has ADD, so not everybody's actually going to do that. I feel like <laughs> whoever grabs your attention is who you're going to stick with, and I'm not here to judge you or tell you to check yourself on any of that, right? 
What I am suggesting to you is be fair and pay attention to everybody when they are doing what they are doing because Victoria Monet has been doing fire shit for a while. Yeah. And she's and she's still very, very it just looks like she's still very early in her career because I can tell she still has so much to offer. And I'm excited to see what that evolution is going to be. But I'm very much enjoying her right now as she's having fun and just still being super dope and swaggy and talented mm-hmm. and amazing and, and just a fly ass dope ass chick like everything in, in that visual like the looks her attitude like the dancers like the hairstyles everything i just i really fuck with it so shout out to you victoria monet um and yeah uh, and paying homage which i think is mm-hmm. dope like I saw her tweet out, "I love you, Maya. I love you, uh, Sierra." So yep. it's like yes. you saw elements yes. of that in the video, which I thought was dope. yes. It, it's always good to see the gr- and, and Victoria Monet's done that before. Like uh, she did the "My Love Is Like Whoa" in one of her video. Uh, oh, cute! And one of her videos already, uh, her earlier singles. So I remember Victoria Monet from doing a lot of cool shit. So just shout out to her, mm-hmm. just doing a damn thing, and she doesn't rely on her. Uh, Cause she knows a lot of people in the industry, but she doesn't rely on her like connections to be seen. Like when she's, when she's present, you see her and everything she's That's got what going I love. on. And a lot of people probably don't even know yep. that she's written for the people she's written for. Cause she's just <sighs> so presently dope. Yep. A true artist. That's how you work it. Mm-hmm. That's how you work it. I can't wait to um, see her. <laughs> I'm so jealous. I <laughs> Look, I, I said I might have one more Beyonce in me, but you know I might detour. I don't know. I got I got to check my fundages. You know what I'm saying, <laughs> right? Um, heart, <laughs> heart. Okay. Uh, last thing I want to mention, and then we can get to songs to play. So y'all are listens lately, so y'all can queue up y'all songs here. Y'all okay. want to because this is, this is just going to be a quick mention. Um, Miguel is back with a new mm-hmm. single. Hey, um, do you see who's produced is called, by? No, who produced it? Brooke Delow. Shout out, Brooke. Oh. That's family. Shout out, Brooke. I love them together, so that made me excited. And for those of you who are not familiar, Jay Davey from back in the day that really, really uh, created a dope L.A. sound, just that West Coast sound. So happy that they're working together again. He was the MD on Miguel's tour, his last tour. So shout out to well, Brooke. Always happy to hear that- you again. The track is hot. It's great to hear Miguel back. Um, Lil Yachty is featured on here. Mm. Um, I'm wondering what the video is going to look like because I got caught up watching the visual, which was really making me dizzy, but I couldn't stop watching because it was just good to see Miguel back and right. the song's dope. So uh, look out for number nine. That is his introduction, unless he just decides to put something else out on top of that because niggas be doing that. And I'd be like, well, damn, I forgot about that other single, but this one's so hot too. And now I just got to wait for the album. And then they be leaving songs off the album too. Right, but right. I ain't going to get into all that. Y'all know stuff be happening. So now let's get into the songs to play. Listens lately, friend, I know, I want to know what you've been listening to, what you've been over there bump, bump, bumping. Hopefully not B2K. Unless you was feeling nostalgic. <laughs> I mean, you know, I ain't going to hate on that. <laughs> yeah, you know, I ain't going to hate on that. So I am playing Muñequita by Kali Uchis. And okay. Alpha and JT. I really like this record. Bueno, what I always say. Tú cambié mi número, relax, no 
cuando tú estás bien rica, mamacita. You bring out the demons, baby, not today. So when a bunch of thirsty hoes gonna try me, all I do is laugh and push them out the way. <laughs> Bro, bitch. Uf, cochazo, uf, it reminds me of being the nights. <laughs> yeah, yep. When you walk that's through in the, the stores, we have uptown. the speakers out. So yep. that just felt like home. So I had to play that. Shout out to Kali Uchis. I love that JT is on that. <laughs> low, low, low key, that's the part I was waiting on. Right. <laughs> I love that, though. That's so cool. So that's it. That's it for Hell me this yeah. week. All right, Dustin Ross, what you been over there listening to? I got two songs. This song is called... Um, Sax to me, sax like a saxophone to me by Davy and Joseph uh, Cross, something like that. Clearly, I'm on vacation somewhere. Today. Oh, yeah, I went vacation mode. <laughs> okay. It's pumping. <laughs> Next song I got is by TZ. It's called I'm Her Nigga. We're gonna do this shit like this for the city, man. All right, what we doing? Put New Orleans on the fucking map. Let's do it. Throw your ones up. All right. One time, you gotta rock your hips. Rock your hips, 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 you gotta deal with it. Deal with it, you gotta deal with it. Deal with it, you gotta deal with it. Deal with it, you gotta deal with it. I'm the nigga that she called when she in that mood. She only nasty for one nigga. Ooh, that's my type. She calling me up to the club cause I fuck her right. 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 Yeah. That's a little something for the summer for y'all. Fuck her right. Fuck her right. That's what you listen to on the way. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. That's it. This two songs right. a little okay. two for this week. Speaking of a mood, uh, let me go on ahead and play this Ice Spice cut um, from I like the, the deluxe. Beat to uh, is it called Diner? Delhi, Delhi, yeah. Oh, Delhi. Oops. <laughs> <Yeah>. Delhi. <laughs> I like the oh, beat. Peace pipe crazy. I don't Look. know that beat probably goes <laughs> right. I bet it goes crazy at the club. I, I mean, the production on that was super hard. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to play Butterfly Cool because, like, it's just dope hearing her. E- even though all of it sounds similar, like, in her element on different types of waves, it's just super fly. Like, 
I just I love Ice Spice. Like I see the vision and I see growth and all of that. Like I, I see long term, but that's gonna be up to the people and her artistry and what she wanna do. This is Butterfly Cool. Stop playing with a like damn, move back. She a baddie cause she got the jack. She fly with a butterfly tack. Look at her friend and don't know how to act. Like damn, move back. She a baddie cause she got the jack. She fly with a butterfly tack. Look at her friend and don't know how to act. Walk through and they start going cool. Like you the baddest who better than you. Look at my friend like who better than we. Tell the DJ to turn up the song. Like damn, showing my thong. No, we not fuck it the fuck as you want. But you ain't like me now, you on my body. Ever since a baddie got put on. In my city, I'm causing a wreck. Whenever he see me, I got him a wreck. I don't care if them bitches don't like me But the hustle you gotta respect It's a house end up on my neck Rich and Millie like fuck up a tech I got money, I stay in some flash shit But for me, he gon' stay in the tech Like damn, move back She a baddie cause she got the jack She fly with a butterfly tack Look at her friend and don't know how to act Like damn, move back She a baddie cause she got the jack She fly with a butterfly tack Look at her friend and don't know how to act I'm fucking with it Yep, look, Riot, I mean Right, he on the some, you know what I'm saying? They, they've um, been loyal to, to each other. I know that's that's rare, <laughs> especially that's when good. someone's blowing up like this. That's cool. I was about to say, you know, it's real good when you're early in the game and like you know you you got this like some consistency for a while. Mm-hmm. So you know, let's just see, you know, how much longevity this gonna speak to. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of, let's see if the ice uh, how much milk. longevity. <laughs> no, let's just let's hope you it don't. Do I think it's okay. gonna be freeze dried. Um, the group No Guidance has a new single that they just dropped called Let It Rain and this is how it goes the late nights you're wide awake with my name on your brain time heals but hearts still break and tears fall just like rain I give you a piece of my soul I give you some So that was no guidance. They've just got really interesting voices and cool, like a, a cool like mesh of sounds that they do on their records. So they sound like um, Sampha split into a boy group. Yeah, and <laughs> you don't look, hear it. It's like it's like Sampha and Gibeon Ooh, and like a couple like other voices sound in there. In boy, yeah, group. it's like in there. Yeah, mm-hmm, yeah. Um, last pick. <laughs> I uh, have a track from the <laughs> baby track, uh, the baby project. It's called not the baby. Excuse me. This uh, oh, beautiful like, and are we doing that? Beautiful and brutal yard. It's uh, Jay Huss, his project with Burna Boy on this track. This song is called Masculine, and this is how it goes. It was in my brethren that banned them, they said they must have been Man stand tall, man masculine Anyway you go, you wanna blast the thing Blast that bastard, picking bun Everyone, man can't just start picking See, I love to play the villain I like to make a killing In the disco, DJ play my rhythm Man have a dance right before we wig him Everybody they ask me where I'm so like 
Is this the local or you travel away? Don't violate, I throw this glass in your face Don't make me teach you no be class on a day Cause toxic as children Don't know any other way Toxic as children Don't know any other way My nigga, how many times do I have to remind you that Stepped in the place, now they're climbing walls Cause my brother's first name is Bala Last name is Clava Yes, that was masculine That track is really dope I'd like to like be at a party and hear that song out That'd be hot um, that's it for the Music Mass segment. Lots of great music out. Mm-hmm. Hopefully you all are enjoying yourselves and your artists and aren't bothering me with problematic things that artists have been doing because <laughs> I have not been paying attention. I've just been looking for the records and critiquing those. This is the Friend Zone. Meet Stacy. Stacy's on the hunt for a new pair of trendy glasses. Call me picky, but I just can't find the one. Luckily for Stacy, Walmart Vision has virtual try-on. Now she can try on hundreds of frames virtually, then upload her prescription and get new glasses delivered right to her door. Really? <laughs> yeah, really. Well, the hunt just took a turn for the better. Buy your next pair of glasses with virtual try-on from Walmart. Welcome to Easy Eye Care. Welcome to your Walmart. Restrictions apply. See walmart.com for details. Now we can move on to TV land. Dustin Ross, you can tell us what have you been watching, please, sir. So first of all, I want to encourage everyone to take advantage of the archival of great quality programming that we have on these (laughs) streaming services, right? If you go on Peacock and you go to the Real Housewives of Atlanta, you can watch all of the seasons, every season, every episode, including the hidden gems, right? Like if you go to season 13 and you watch it, you complete the whole series the next episodes in season 13 are the are the eight episodes of Portia's Family Matters. Portia. So you can go out, you can get caught up in that. And I rewatched that whole series the other day as I was doing something else. So let it be background noise, like white noise. But this is more like black noise because it was Portia's ghetto ass family. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm telling you, it was such a treat to revisit that. And to see, you know how they do the show villain and the actual villain? The show villain was like... Well, everybody on the show damn near was a villain on Portia's Family Matters, but the show villain was like the Cousin Storm. The real villain was Aunt Liz, Portia's Aunt Liz, who was saying whatever was coming to her mind. But anyway, you only know that if you go back and watch it. So I encourage you all to do that. More specifically, if you are a person who has access, okay, may it be legal or illegal to marijuana, preferably legal, and you can partake in cannabis uh, consumption of some sort, do that and then watch the Real Housewives of Atlanta season 13 reunion, but part three, not the entire reunion unless you want to, but more specifically, part three of the part Real Housewives three. of Atlanta season 13 reunion. <laughs> you will laugh. I accidentally caught this tweet that Dustin and sent not out a lie. to it do was this. Told, was it, Desante? It was not. I, I absolutely <laughs> followed. The, I, look, I had a blunt road and I saw the tweet and I was like, you know what? Let me just put this on and watch. And I watched, and the moment it started, I was cackling. From beginning to end, it's nothing but quick insults and, uh, 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 you know, calling people to the carpet. And people are just, they're completely unfiltered in by part three. And it's on. What did Portia say? Portia was like, You all don't have a strong case on me for Bolo. She's like, And it's because I'm a single fucking woman. I can do whatever I want. And all you hear is Marlo go, you, The camera cuts straight to Marlo, 
who's listening, letting Portia finish what she has to say. She's looking, and then Marla goes, you are, you are silly. You are a silly dummy who let it all out there in front of everybody for the world to see. Now you're mad because the whole world see you being a whole for Bolo. Like, that's what she is up saying. <laughs> They're saying whatever to each other. Portia's telling her, I'm afraid, and I need security. I don't, I don't know what you're going to do to me on set because, you know, Marlo got them charges from cutting that lady's face back in the day. Oh, shit. Kenya, okay. Kenya references Portia <laughs> on the episode. Kenya tells Portia something. She's like, and then this woman over here, Portia goes, this woman. This woman. And she stands up and walks around the set. <laughs> the, the way she stared into dead into the camera when she said it, though, is what fucked me up. She was like, this woman. I'm telling you, this is the same. This is the same <laughs> reunion where Drew Sedora actually is, gives away. So we all know that if you keep it up with season 15 of The Real Housewives of Atlanta, there's now this huge conflict um, because Drew Sedora is denying having a kiss with LaToya, um, who is known as LaToya Forever on... Um, Aw, LaToya, LaToya? Yeah, yep. And congratulations what? to her. She's expecting a new baby. Yeah. Um, but her and Drew kissed. They know allegedly about it. It's been reported on by all these people. They both already admitted to it. Well, Drew is now saying, Drew's saying she didn't kiss LaToya. In this season of The Housewives of Atlanta, season <laughs> what? 15, what Drew is saying, they had, the producers ask her, they keep showing this scene uh, um, when Drew is filming her confessionals where the producer asks her, Drew, so have you ever kissed a woman? And Drew says, I have never kissed a woman. Cut right back to the season 13 reunion where she says, I didn't kiss Latoya. I've kissed a girl, but I've never kissed Latoya. Oh, gosh. <laughs> just lying. Like, Drew has literally just been lying. And to me, no. that takes the fun out of the whole show. Right. Because if we can't even believe what you're saying, like, what are you doing here? That's What's why I don't like the people who are performative for shock value or whatever. You need to be authentic so that this thing can make some sense. And Drew yeah. has been a lying ass. And I, I just don't understand why, but I encourage everyone to go back, watch the season 13 Real Housewives of Atlanta reunion for laughs, just for something meaningless that you can just enjoy purely <laughs> with no commitment. You know, just watch part three and get your laugh on. Pour you a cocktail. When you said for laughs, I thought about that woman with the microphone that they be showing. <laughs> oh, yeah. That seeing that. Have you seen the lady that's laughing the song? She's like, that's what I'm talking about. I'm that's talking what I'm to talking about. Have you seen oh, it? No. Oh, no. Uh uh. Frank, you haven't seen. No. There's a lady, Asante. Please send that to the group message. She's singing, <laughs> I don't, I don't but even she's know how laughing. To find this. You know what I mean? Instead of singing, but it's dope. Missy Elliott actually retweeted it and was like, "This is fresh as fuck," and it makes perfect sense that Missy would like it. Because it's course. like it's, a, it's an original way <laughs> oh, to sing. Speaking of, rest in peace, Magoo. Yeah. For yes. sure. Rest in peace to Magoo. Right. Rest in peace oh. to Magoo. Oh, so young, too. He was like 50. 50. Yeah, like 50. Yeah. Heartbreaking. That's crazy. God bless him and his family. He gave a lot yeah. to music, for real. He sure did, yes. for real. Such yeah. a unique sound. I loved Magoo. The Me culture, too. for real. The style. I loved oh, Magoo. God. I used to play the hell out of their whole crew, really. Rest in peace to Magoo. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Also, I think we can say rest in peace to the friendship of Colby and Christina on Love and Marriage Detroit. Because if you've been watching, the two uh, influencers who are a part of the main cast have had a, a major falling out. And I don't think it's reparable. They're going to play oh, nice shit. and be cordial around each other, but it'll never be the same because they used to have a big sis, little sis relationship. And, oh, and big sis accused little sis of copying her, quote unquote, and all this these juvenile accusations that really offended the uh, little sis Colby. And, you know, the way she responded to it caused this big sh- breakdown in their relationship. 
And Christina is appearing to be a little full of shit, if I may say so. Just she's just a little full <laughs> a little of shit. Bit. She is, and so it's just a good show. I hope you guys have been watching that are listening because I know that my co-hosts haven't. But if you're listening, <laughs> I have been watching. Asante That's has. why I said a little oh, bit. Oh, you have. So you've been, you caught up? I, okay, absolutely. Good. My bad. Absolutely. Okay. I'm all the way okay. caught up. Yeah. So, so you feel me? You know what I'm saying? This is a man's movie. Right. <laughs> but Anthony is the show. I don't care what nobody says. Anthony Thompson is the show. <laughs> I'm, I'm not gonna lie, he has been putting him in that and work. Brandon and, Cuck- and Russell too. If I wasn't, a, if I wasn't a man of the Lord, I was gonna say if you gonna say Brandon, unfortunately, which he has, you better say Russell. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> it's been great. Yeah, the, yeah, it's a, it's a solid cast. Even like the supporting mm-hmm. Bravo, I'm liking. And now they, they brought his mm-hmm. woman in, and she making mm-hmm. sense too. She not trying too hard. I'm like, okay, I'm liking how we rounding yep. out. I'm feeling and it. Traverse City, where they are on that trip, that's up north. That's mm-hmm. in northern Michigan. It's like a white area or whatever, but like it's vineyards and all that shit. It's like a she-she kind of, you know what I'm saying, area up north. So them going up north makes perfect sense. This is what black people that, you know, that's what black, that. that's what they do. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. In Michigan. It's a, and so I'm enjoying the show because I know the lay of the land. You know what I'm saying? That's where I come from. So I'm watching the different choices and decisions that they make. And I'm like, damn, that is some Detroit shit. Like the fact that they went skating. <laughs> That's so Detroit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> they had that when they had that sit down between um, um, uh, Christina and Brandon and Anthony, and they were sitting in that Coney Island diner. That's Detroit going uh-huh. to the at the Coney Island, you know, all that <laughs> shit. So I'm enjoying that. So that the Real Housewives of Atlanta. Um, what else have I been fucking watching on television? Real Housewives oh, of New York. Real Housewives of New York. I'm definitely enjoying um, current favorites of the cast. I'm definitely are locked in. Jenna. Um and Bryn and um Uba is funny. Uba is always eating. They had a scene the other day. I was Uber. gonna say Uba has to be a tourist because all she cares about the is food. being warm, mm-hmm. comfortable, and having food. Mm-hmm. That's <laughs> I just it. Feel a kindred spirit. <laughs> I think she looks gorgeous in that gold sequin dress at the Friendsgiving. I love. She that. always looks gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I do. I love Jenna's closet. Jenna's. I like, like Jenna personally. Like, I do like yeah. Jenna. Her man, her style. I love it so much. So, so, house, so. She to me. I love it all. Oh, that apartment yes. is what? a dream. But Brynn is, yes. is becoming my personal mm-hmm. favorite. Because mm-hmm. she's yep. just kooky. I always go to the person. She gives good TV. She's funny. Yep. You know, she opened up, like we said last week. Um, She's messy because she was gossiping, (laughs) being silly. But I love all the things, too, in this week's episode. She was talking about what she missed out on as a kid. Now she's, Mm -hmm. like, recreating all that. I thought that was cute because I do the same. So, (laughs) like her, she's, like, definitely my favorite. Absolutely. I liked that I get excited to see what they're all wearing, though. Mm-hmm. It's giving me that Sex in the City feeling. And you like, didn't feel like that day, when you was looking at I Ramona. I used to get now. so excited. At no. all. I saw that I the two of them have their own show. Crappy, like, Crappy Luana Lake. Sonia. Yep. Mm-hmm. It keeps, yeah, like, I just starting on my Peacock. I don't, yeah. don't want to watch. I always turn it off right after. I'm like, sorry, you can count this. They're I can't do it. That, I, okay. I, I, I said this last time. I love me some I Sonya like Sonya, Morgan. No so support. I I, I, look, I love me some Sonya Morgan, but I just cannot bring they myself. They are forcing I, I, that show, boy. But it's, it, it looked, from the little bit that I saw, it did look kind of entertaining. <laughs> but I was like, I'm sorry. I'm just not doing it. It's not going to the repertoire for me. But back to uh, the, the new New York, I love watching when Jenna, she was 
was like, she was like, no, no, too many mm-hmm. labels. She was like, come on, you oh bring it back. <laughs> that was really embarrassing. I was like, ooh. That, that was very New York. Like, they had it little was. very New York moments, which I appreciate. Like, even in the first episode, when they were talking about what restaurant they wouldn't go to, I was like, this is very New that York to be acting like so this. so crazy. The <laughs> shit that we can't Well, I love it. I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying the new era um, of New yeah, York. Yeah, me too. Like, I love it. I don't is think that is. Is it doing well? In terms of like uh, the yeah. markers that people look for, yep. okay, it's doing well. It's performing well for a new show, That's definitely. Cool. Um, and I'm sick of people. I know I've said it on the show a thousand times. Here comes a thousand and one. I'm sick <laughs> of people talking about the ratings that don't understand shit about. Well, you know the ratings. They ain't doing any rain in the ratings and, and the storyline. <laughs> they need storyline and pushing the narrative, pushing the narrative and content. All these buzzwords. You don't know <laughs> shit about television ratings. You don't even know how to read the fucking number that you're trying to reference. So shut the fuck I up don't. and just watch the damn <laughs> show. I it, hate it'd like, it. It'd be like zero point. Don't zero, even know three, what that one, means. Five. I'm like, is it good? Like, is that good? <laughs> and I just hate that conversation because people, well, you know, they do that in ratings. Whatever. Sidebar. <laughs> Candy Burris was on Speak On It this week and she let it slip that Candy and the Gang is coming back for season two. Oh, that's yes. cute. Let the heavens rejoice. Let the church say amen. I wanted that Y'all show. Y'all like it? Yes. Okay. Don't you want to go to the place <laughs> me? Strangers become family with fried chicken and mac and cheese for three old ladies' recipes. Don't you want to come and uh, I, I thought I knew hey. yeah, with Candy well, and the Gang. Like <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I think he's so stupid. <laughs> Word. <laughs> anyway, we're so stupid. Jesus. Back on track. So, yes. yeah, she let it slip that that's coming back. So we're excited about that. Also, please tune in to her speak on it. She just had an incredible interview with Cynthia Bailey on there that Aww. you guys should watch. Um, it was just watching their friendship. It's just amazing. Also, shout out to Cynthia Bailey, who even though she um, is not currently cast on The Real Housewives of Atlanta, she's been appearing in season 15. It's been great to see updates from her and just feel her presence on the cast. It's a nostalgic feeling. It makes you feel like you're watching The Fucking Real Housewives. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but she also covered Harper's Bazaar. I believe it was Serbia. Um, a beautiful, Work. beautiful cover. I don't know if you guys saw it. Oh, I did see that. Yeah. With like a was it a red? Yeah, dress? and yes. even the photos from this, from the rest of the um, shoot were gorgeous like breathtaking so shout out to Cynthia it'd be hard not to (laughs) capture her like that shout out to Cynthia you know what I'm saying Um, I love to see it also Carlos King my boy just did another exclusive interview Um, everybody knows he just did a two part interview with Nene Leakes that got Mm. a lot of attention people were talking about what she had to say Um, you know and they were watching the interview so that was great he just did another exclusive sit down with Kenya Moore so she got uh, a lot of information. Yeah. Part one mm-hmm. came out today. Go to his YouTube channel to watch that. And I think part one will probably part two, excuse me, will probably come out next week. Um, and also, y'all know every Thursday on Max, we're watching and just like that. I almost wish we could talk I'm about so it on the dead. Patreon. Like, I, I feel, do we need to do another like a recap show? Do we need to make this a binge? I mean, it's, huh. it's almost time for a show. The binge? Like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Y'all should do that without me. <laughs> no. After Mm-mm. we were set through fucking kingdom business. Okay. Yolanda Adams acting. 
for like ten weeks. Y'all, y'all like y'all Danita, liked it. Danita. That's why. Look, y'all, y'all the one that's keep bringing it up. Y'all liked it. Yeah, it's called PTS fucking D. That's what. That's why we keep bringing it up. We scarred. I, I love and hate. And just like that. Mm-hmm. But I'm just happy that they're back. I just love them. It's just a nostalgia for me. Because we were Sex in the City fans. So we... So like hardcore. Being back in this I was like, a Sex in the City fan as well. And, you know... It's just not, not to, pulling you in. It's, it, it's just not it's pulling check. me in. And not to... Not, not to, yes. Um, and not to be rude and like make and be like, I chose the side because I didn't. But Kim Cattrall is on a new show on Netflix, Glamorous. I heard it's incredible. And, I loved it. I, I really because at get first into it, you know, I don't know why it Maybe pulled I'll me. Because at first again. I was like, because I kept passing by. I was like, mm, I love Kim Cattrall, but I don't care about this Twinkie Latino boy. Literally whatever's going that. On. It just but, felt like I, I have no connection like, I just, to this child. <laughs> but, but friend, there are so many people of color supporting. Like there's like the black, uh, the two black girls. Like they're in it. Like so, I was like sticking I'll around because of them. Because and Kim Cattrall actually, well, not actually, but Kim Cattrall. You know, she shows us. You know, she always Kim Ben Cattrall. Yeah. She's like, I still am an actress, and the lead that she's playing in this role is very much from uh, Devil Wears Prada, and she's perfect for it. And it's still a little campy. So it's like it's like a a very nice gay comedic show right like there's really good punchlines, but like very good pop culture references like we're gonna flop like a like what is this Katy perry single like it's like funny <laughs> shit like that that they throw in there so it was cute for me but uh, and just like that uh it was all a dream <laughs> i don't need to watch it i do i, I want season it. three four yeah. five i want and it to continue because i'm happy to be back in these stories i have missed these women, and although they have changed considerably from the Sex and the City characters who, who we right. fell in love yeah, with, it time. still feels good to check in. And I actually love um, Nicole. I love all the black people. I love Nicole Harry yeah. Parker's character. Naya. I did yo. enjoy them. Yeah, she's like realistic to me. Yeah. You know why I like it too? I feel like we don't have enough shows of women at this point in their life. Yeah, I am, I am glad they made Miranda dye her hair red. No, because I didn't like that gray in season one. Yeah, it, she was, I was like, no, it's one on thing that. for you to yeah. be with this bitch, but you gonna die them grays, okay? <laughs> look, 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 now you might, look. Now you might have me. Now I might have a name, yeah. okay? And, <laughs> and I cannot just say the one scene that was so fucking funny because if you are from New York or lived in New York or mm-hmm. just been around New York, you know how real it was when she was um, thirsting after that writer lady mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. who had like fly clothes mm-hmm. and it was like sexy and, and then went she went bar. back to her place. <laughs> she, and it was like, what? She went back to this lady's place. Asante, the lady was like, you know, had the clothes, the fashion, da, 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 and went back to her place and it was a fucking hot mess. She had the cat litter <laughs> in the kitchen. You know, it's just oh, very no. New York because that's really yeah. what it's like dating in New York yep. where people's priorities are just very different <laughs> in how they present. <laughs> it was horrible. And it was literally oh, like was a horror so story. I, I was triggered. That sounds funny. Because we've all been there, I feel, in some capacity, if you dated in New York. I walked out of an apartment in Jersey at 1.30 in the morning one time. And I ain't going to tell you how I got back to... This is when I landed in Queens, but there was no way I was staying up in there. I can tell you that. Oh, God. You know I'm, I I got the fuck out. I'm like, if you don't give a fuck about this, how then, are we going to do that? Like, absolutely mm-hmm. not. Mm-hmm. There's enough shit Same. on the floor in the apartment. <laughs> so, you know, but I got the hell out of there. Got the hell out. Woo. 
running like God. on what's love got to do with it when she was crossing that street. That's how I was trying to get the fuck away. <laughs> Cars blowing in Jersey and shit. <laughs> All I see is them yellow That's license so plates relatable. flying towards me. You know the Jersey one with the black letters. <laughs> Anyway, oh my god, oh, I'm enjoying it. Just like, I'm enjoying it. Just me like too. that, like I those was, are little things that are funny to me because it's just so New York. I hate Aiden's guts, and I feel like he's such a I waste of space. He is such a waste of space. And that is my Portland husband my, right there. God, why don't you go back? That's <laughs> what <laughs> I feel. Remember that racist white devil motherfucker why don't lady? You like was like, Aiden? why don't you go back? Huh? Why don't you like Aiden? I don't like Aiden because he lacks charisma. He has a very mm. boring, bland personality that also has very, you get flashes of like this ego that is is just incredibly inflated to me and mm-hmm. and, and unqualified. Um, I've always thought that he looked like a knuckle. Um, I, you know what? Like, like, in the, like you see how your knuckle is like, how it's like this. I felt like that's how Aiden's face always looked. Um, he always pressured Carrie into jumping head. Carrie lived a very, Carrie lived life like me in the sense of that, that like she moved according to her own time with things, mm-hmm. right? And mm-hmm. he was really pushing her and pressuring her, you know, for all this stuff. We knew she was always in love with Big. We knew that. You know what I'm saying? Now yeah. Big has passed on, but she's still making a compare she's still she is creating her relationship with Aiden based on her relationship with Big once again you heard her say in the street maybe Big was a mistake which pissed right. all of instead us instead of fuck just off. letting Aiden be Aiden like that's just a separate it's just thing. not where she belongs now I don't know what you're gonna say but I ain't changing <laughs> first of all where has Aiden shown ego Okay, when he wouldn't go in her apartment. How is that ego? It's He's been just traumatized. 84 years, okay? <laughs> you, you still trying to make her wrong about something, you know, in this situation. But he wasn't mean about it. He was just like, for me and mine, mm-hmm. my mental health, I'm not going back in that apartment. And then wanted she her to offer Didn't a solution. Didn't she cheat on him? She her cheated offers. on him. He cheated on her and married apartment. somebody else and had kids. And the lady was mean to her. And even though he didn't cheat on her, he went with someone else. But that's not the same thing. It is Time in my book. Passed, you better he got die married. Single. <laughs> <laughs> no, he was traumatized. I wouldn't want to go into your crib if it's a crib that you cheated on me and, and then all the don't drama. Get back like, in my bro. life. Don't come back in my life if you still stuck on stupid over some no, fucking that's walls. Fair. Walls you no, knocked that's out. Fair. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair because it's clear you got clearly you got shit to work through. Right, Maybe you coming it. back in gonna be helpful. I got you with that, but yeah. I still think he's sweet. Mm-hmm. I think he's just that sort of like country boy that just wants his farm and his wife and his kids. What are you and doing in New York? Animals. Quit straddling the fence. Well, because he's like me. Well, it's like we have both in us, you know. You moved. That's and one thing I'm about you. You stand on it. Month. Visiting. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? You moved your life to an environment that's more comfortable for you. And you don't even look like a knuckle like he do. So this is a false equivalency. <laughs> ain't no comparison. And you really, what you're doing is being emotionally manipulative right now <laughs> by bringing you and your personal life into it to soften me bend up. Because you know it'll bend you. See, it might bend Oh, so I, I'm doing the bending. <laughs> as soon as I said it. As soon as I said She's it. She's like, are you gay? 
<laughs> Me and my gay friends had all went to see the movie in Detroit. True story. When when for color girls, because for those of you that are, are watching us go all over the place with this, that's what we're talking about. Janet Jackson's scene where she confronted her her husband <laughs> for color girls. And me and my gay friends in Detroit went to go see that movie the night it came out like midnight. And when that part came on, when she turned around, I was like, Are you gay? We all was like, ah! you know, we was drunk as fuck. We, it was like the midnight show. Oh, I will God. never, ever, ever forget that shit. We was laughing so hard when she said, oh, oh, so you doing the bending. We was all, you know how they would cut to the crowd on Def Comedy Jam and the people would be all over the seat. <laughs> That's how we was in the movies that night. Oh, there's the police for you. Right, like, stop telling come, your come business. Your <laughs> so anyway. <laughs> anyway. But I'm against you with Aiden. I okay. think they're cute. Even though I have a feeling in my gut that this is not going to end well. I just, I feel it. But I like Aiden. I know I don't have a dog in the uh, Aiden <laughs> in race. The ranch. <laughs> but if an alleged scandal happened around Aiden like it happened to Big in real life, I wouldn't be mad. Oh, me <gasps> either. Me either. No. When I say natural, you say causes. Natural. No. You know what? On that note. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) 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 Oh my gosh, she dropped a new song. Did you hear it? How'd it go? Um, Ice cream, ice cream, so good, so good. Ice cream, it's something like that. Damn, I should have played it. It's all right. Next week. And on and again, <laughs> on that note, on that motherfucking note right there. <laughs> Bye, y'all. That's the motherfucking note right there. <laughs> Stay black and protect your magic. Thank you. <laughs> Everything is changing so fast. I mean, back in my day, we were lucky if we could get one video to load. But now with the Xfinity 10G network, you can power a house full of devices at once with ultra low lag. The future starts now. Restrictions apply. Actual speeds vary and not guaranteed. Meet Stacy. Stacy's on the hunt for a new pair of trendy glasses. Call me picky, but I just can't find the one. Luckily for Stacy, Walmart Vision has virtual try-on. Now she can try on hundreds of frames virtually, then upload her prescription and get new glasses delivered right to her door. Really? (laughs) Yeah, really. Well, the hunt just took a turn for the better. Buy your next pair of glasses with virtual try-on from Walmart. Welcome to Easy Eye Care. Welcome to your Walmart. Restrictions apply. See walmart.com for details.